This is Monty in the Morning, the show Phoenix Magazine readers voted number one talk radio show in Arizona. Number one during your morning commute. Number one whenever news breaks during your day. And number one whenever and wherever you want to talk sports. Now it's time for Monty in the Morning. Hey, yo, man. How the heck are you? <clears throat> Good morning or evening. I, or I morning. don't even know anymore. I legit don't even know. Good morning, my friends. It is Friday on the Monty Show. Hello. Yeah, uh, the pipes are being tested this morning uh, as we were up to the wee hours of the morning with the Utah Grizzlies who lost. And then we still had to get up at 4 a.m. But that's okay because we have a huge show for you as always on a football Friday. The Monty Show is presented by the Advocates Utah, Advocates.com. See the high end. Yeah, it's coming through. It is not there. Uh, is it the end of an era at BYU football? And I don't mean the Big 12. We'll talk about that coming up on the show. Can Utah football go to Eugene with or without Bo Nix in the lineup and win? And perhaps, perhaps... And I know this is a really heavy statement, but perhaps we have finally found a way to appease the red-ass complaining executive producer of the show, Tanner Plummer, Mm because we're going to talk World Cup today. Wow. We're going to talk World Cup today. No, RSL is not making the cut. Guy, it's Ray Al. Sorry, Rio Tinto. It's Ray Al. Sorry, Ray Al. And what used to be the Salt Lake. No, Real Salt Lake's not making it. Real Salt Lake. Okay. If if you've been injured. Glad we got that out of the way. Or if you've been in a wreck. We saw a guy in a motorcycle almost get crushed by a cement truck recently, yesterday. (laughs) Um. If you're a motorcycle guy and somebody hits you, go to the Advocates. If you need help with Social Security, that's right. They do that too. Go to the Advocates. Workman's Comp, of course, go to the Advocates. If you've been injured, you need representation. If you're sitting here asking yourself, hey, do I need a lawyer? The answer is yes. And there's only one choice. The best in the business, the Utah Advocates at utahadvocates.com. And obviously, um, you know, one of the biggest stories in sports this morning is going to be this situation with Bo Nix and the Oregon Ducks. And can the Utah Utes go to Oregon and win with or without Bo Nix? I think it's a huge question. The Utah Utes are now a full two-point favorite. And Jake, what do you expect to happen in Eugene tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you you roll out and Bo Nix isn't starting for Oregon, I expect a Utah win. I mean, it's just as simple as that. There's no other way around that. There's no other um, path. I, I mean, if Bo Nix doesn't play, you should win this game. And I think you'd win it on the back of your defense still. But I think, you know, it, it's just going to take less from your offense. I think your offense, you know, is still probably going to put up 30, 35 points on, on Oregon, you know, because this offense is prone to putting up 40, 45 on very mediocre teams. So you give Oregon some love and some credit for that defense, and you figure, all right, the Utes are probably going to be somewhere around 30 points. You know, you look at you look at Oregon, and the thing here is that it's just a great unknown. You don't know if Bo is going to play or not, but if Bo doesn't play and one of their backups is in there, we see it all the time in college football where a backup comes in and lights the world on fire and wins a game they have no business winning. So to me, 
if you're the Utah defense, you have to be prepared one way or the other to play one of the best games of your season. I think if you're the Utah offense, you have options. I mean, you can you can meet grind this team if you want to with Tavion. You can try to get down the field and, and make some big plays that way. Like, there are a couple of different ways you could approach this game. But again, I'm going to stay on the train of you can't turn the football over in this game. Bo Nix, be damned. Like, you cannot fumble the ball, throw interceptions. You can't do that and expect to go uh, up there and win. Like, that's the that to me is the bare minimum. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. I mean, turnovers are, are going to impact this game very clearly. I don't think it's up to Bo Nix if Utah wins this game or not. I think it's up to Utah if they win this game or not. They've got to, frankly, come out and execute offensively. Because if Bo Nix plays, you're probably going to need 35 points to win the game. If Bo Nix does not play, you're probably going to need 35 points to win the game. I really don't know how much it changes. The line is interesting on this game. Note that the number is 60 and a half. That is 30 points a team. And that has changed without Bo Nix. So they're expecting both of these teams to score 30 points, let's say, because Utah is only a two-point favorite. So are you expecting a 32-28 game? Either way, the boys in Vegas think this is going to be a very close game, and, and I have to agree. I actually think this is a money line game. I don't think that you can bet the spread in this game because I think it's going to be nip and tuck the whole way. And Bo Nix is such an impactful player for Oregon. I, I, I think when you are Oregon, you're deep at quarterback. We know they are. But I don't know that you replace a guy like Bo Nix. That is obviously a huge opportunity for Utah to win this game. But Utah is that quintessential awesome football team who beats themselves when they lose games. They mm -hmm. beat themselves in Florida. I think there's no doubt about it. The interception, the bouncing throw, like Cam Rising is a better quarterback than we saw at the Swamp. And now I think we've seen that on display. They never showed up at the Rose Bowl to take on UCLA. I think we know that. Now, you would guess that there's no way that you no-show against Oregon. That just does not seem like a, a possibility at all. It's Austin. It's essentially the Pac-12 semifinal. Yeah. Like, this is a huge game. You know what's going on down in Los Angeles with USC and UCLA. If you need to be hyped for this game, that's a you problem. I don't believe that'll be the case with the Utah Utes. I think they will show up at Autzen and Eugene, and they are going to be there with their ass-kicking hammer on. And I think that you are going to see a defensive performance, and I think you are going to see an offense that is going to come out looking for blood, Jake, and I can, frankly, not wait for this game. Yeah, and I think it always helps when you're on the road and you can get out to that fast start. I, I, yeah. I think, and, I, and I think when you're playing with the defense that Utah plays with, like if you can get that that 10 you know, to 14-point first quarter, that's going to be huge for this team. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but if you anytime you can put up two touchdowns in the first quarter, you're going to be in a great spot. And I think that this this game has the potential to to be that type of game early on. Because if you're Oregon and you don't have Bo Nix, let's say, you're probably going to be aggressive. I would think. Like if I if if my starting quarterback goes down and I kind of got to go off script a little bit, you know, based on how I would play usually with Bo Nix, then. You know, to me, I would just be playing aggressive. I would say, okay, let's at least take our shots. Let's at least, 
you know, get after Utah and whatever happens, happens, you know, yes. like, like that's, that's what I exactly think right. you have to do in football. So I just think Utah needs to get out to that fast start. And then they, they basically just need to put their foot on the neck of this Oregon team and not let off. Yep. Brandon Price wants to know when we're coming to Ogden at Super Chicks. Um, remains to be seen. Tomorrow, 10 to noon. We're coming to Ogden at Super Chicks. Yeah. Shut up, Jake. Okay. Tomorrow, 10 to noon. Uh, we should. We will be at Super Chicks in Ogden on Riverdale Road. Their grand opening is tomorrow. They're open already, uh, and a lot of our our listeners have been going by. The Monty shows where it's at now. Give me that cocaine infused ranch, ranch dressing. I want my ranch. Darn right. We'll be at uh, Super Chicks on Riverdale Road in Riverdale slash Ogden tomorrow. Uh, for their grand opening, the first hundred people through the gate get free chicken sandwiches and French fries. Um, and the real thing you want to do is, and I need somebody to do this. Yeah. I need somebody to walk in there I need, and I need you to say, hey. Hey, man. I need to talk to Lance. Yeah. Then Lance is going to come up and you're going to say, Lance, no real man drives a Miata. That's what you're going to say. All jokes aside, you should really say that. You need to walk into Super Chicks in Ogden, and I need people to do this. I need it. I need you to walk in there and say, hey, I want to talk to Lance. Lance is going to come up, and then you're going to say, Lance, real men don't drive Miatas. Yep. Now give me a Bacavo. Yeah. And, and I want my fries. <clears throat> and then and I want my peanut butter shake. Yeah, it'll be fine. Trust Lance is a Lance is a good friend Lance of the program. Lance is an amazing friend, yes. Lance uh Lance is a good friend of the program. And he happens to be <laughs> Lance happens to be No, what you say Oh no, 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 no. I rephrase. I need you to walk into Super Chicks in Ogden on Riverdale Road. Because he's working there right now. And I need you to say, hey, I need to see can I see Lance, please? Is Lance here? Lance will come up and you say to him, Hello, comrade. 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 And use the Russian accent. Yeah, use it. Say comrade. Real Ruskies do not drive Miatas. <laughs> Lance is, we know Lance and, and Jake Lance are very a, close friends. Lance is a good friend of mine of like 10 years. But I want you guys to do that. Legit. Just go ask for Walk Lance. Walk in there. Yeah. And you tell him, comrade. Yeah. Real men don't drive Miatas. Comrade. Comrade. <laughs> it's a running joke with, with Jake. <laughs> And it's uh, Lance's good people, man. The folks up at, at Super Chicks are incredible. Um, it is a franchise. It is a local business owner. Um, and they are busting their ass to make a really good chicken sandwich. And I'm telling you, if you haven't been to Super Chicks yet, it is going to be amazing. Uh, you know, <laughs> Brandon Butler says real men drive Jeeps. Hey. You know, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Yeah. I mean, I have a lifted... Uh, jeep in my garage right what are we riding on 30s? do you even lift 35s 35s yeah absolutely and i can't think of the why can i i'm i my brain is a half rubicon. off a rubicon thank you we have a jeep rubicon that's lifted it's on a terraflex lift big old tires damn right maybe, maybe we drive the jeep up to to ogden tomorrow yeah. Maybe that's what oh, we Jeep, do. Jeep Subi action? Brandon Price says, LOL, I got you, Monty. Yeah, no, Darn serious. right. Go Let's go. Go in there. Go Let's in there go. and ask for him. I'm telling you. Let's he go. Will know. And, the, and the funny thing is, you'll see the look on his face. He'll know that we sent you without you having to say anything. He will know. Yes, exactly right. Uh, 
Josh Lovern says Miata Mitch approves of Lance's car choice. <laughs> exactly. Brandon Price says I drive a Jeep uh, Cherokee. You know, I got to tell you, I miss my Grand Cherokee. I love my Rubicon. Having crawled in that thing now. The Rubicon is such a rugged ride, it's dude. Ju- like, it's it a just stud. It's different, dude. The it's Jeep a stud. Wrangler Rubicon is a stud. Like, out of the box, man. it's good. But then when you lift it, it's just so much better. Wow, look at Teddy Wayman dropping a $20 bill on us. Teddy, appreciate you, man. Uh, Teddy, we'll see you tonight. Teddy's coming to the Utah Grizzlies game. Oh, let's game. go, Teddy. I didn't know uh, that. Yeah, Teddy's coming to the game tonight. So we will uh, we'll see you tonight, Teddy, in that glorious uh, red beard of yours. Yeah, let's go. You know. Brandon Butler says, get 37s, brah. Nah. Nah. Nah, it's too much of a pain in the ass, man. Kurt Meyer says, now Mrs. Monty has to put her brand on the Jeep. She has. She's helped us build that. By the way, Mrs. Monty will be back. Everybody keeps asking where yeah. Mrs. Monty is at. She had the cocoa. Then she gave the cocoa to the dog. So she's the coronavirus. She's doing great, but now she's got to take care of the dog who's Everybody got the cocoa. Everybody gets a test. It has been a crazy stretch. Not to mention she is a titan of industry and has a baller job mm-hmm. outside of what we do. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh San Diego State Aztec says everyone knows that you don't mess with Russians. Not a safe choice. Lance probably knows people. Well Well, he knows us and we're people. <laughs> you know, we're we're kind like, of a big on. deal. Yeah. We're hey kind of a big deal. Yeah, come on. You know. Um, let's see. Josh Lovern says Oregon backup is talented, but Oregon didn't trust him versus UW. No, they didn't. Yeah, that's and what I'm I, saying. Yeah. Listen, I think you don't replace Bo Nix. And as maligned as Bo Nix has been, certainly in his time at, at Auburn, but as maligned as he has been as a thrower of the football in, in general, Bo Nix has been the reason that that Oregon team is winning, period. There's, there, I mean, he has inflicted his will in the running game. Um, no, ask nobody else but BYU about that. And I, I think you saw, it. you know, if Bo Nix doesn't get hurt, they're going to win the Washington game. Yeah. But Bo Nix did get hurt. And he does, by the way, I would also point out, Bo Nix did come in, even though he was hurt, he came back in the game <laughs> and he threw that sideline pass. Now, the receiver had stepped out of bounds, but I mean, it, it certainly sounds, and we played the video yesterday, we'll play it again today. It certainly sounds like to me that he is out and Chris Houston, the wide receiver at, at Oregon, Pretty much spilled the beans on Tuesday. They both are two good, great quarterbacks. Uh, obviously, Bo is down, so we got to just the next man up. But, you know, we got to come. We, they go go in like, you know, like they've been there before, and we, we all trust them. We trust both of them. Damn. Uh, I mean, that's crazy. <coughs> that's crazy, man. Like, it is, it is incredible to me um, that you have a situation where you have a guy – and Bo Nix, that means that much to his team. Now, that's the exact right thing to say. Yeah. And, you know, Coach Lanning at Oregon said the exact same thing. If Bo can't go, next man up. It's I get it. That's coach speak. If Bo Nix can't go, I don't see how Oregon wins the game. I mean, and knowing Utah football, you know they're going to be ready to go no matter what eventuality happens at quarterback. Mm-hmm. They're going to be ready to go. And I think even if Bo Nix played, I probably would be leaning Utah in this game. Autzen's an incredibly difficult place, but I think we saw some. I think we saw some vulnerability with Oregon last week, and Washington. I know you, you don't like Washington at all. You think they shouldn't have athletics up there, but, right? Yeah, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. Uh, I have a lot of respect for Washington, and well, I think what, you know, Kalen DeBoer's done there. Obviously, he's he's got them going back in the right direction after that Jimmy Lake disaster, but. 
I think Washington's a good football team. I really do. Yeah. And I think that they deserve uh, they deserve a lot of respect. And um, I think it'll be interesting to see, you know, exactly how all that plays. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, Josh Leverton says, Bo Nix is Eric Crouch. Okay, wait. Do you know who Eric Crouch is? No, never heard of Eric Crouch, dude. Come on. Old Nebraska quarterback who couldn't throw. Okay, say no more than old Nebraska quarterback. What? Old Nebraska quarterback equals irrelevant. You're such a hater. Uh, Let's see. Uh, I feel confident. I think the Utes win by two scores. Appreciate your guys' hard work. Go Spain 2022 World Cup champs. Uh, Thanks, Robin. I appreciate that. And I want to mix this World Cup conversation in throughout the show. Should the World Cup in uh, Qatar be canceled? I have a lot of concerns about the humanity going on there, but you're starting to see the Qataris changing their tune now that the tournament is here. There's a massive story this morning out of Qatar about Budweiser. The Qataris had said, hey, yes, we'll allow you to sell beer because, again, that is a very, very, very strictly religious country. And alcohol, beer sales, you just don't do that. Being gay or being in the LGBTQ community, you just don't do that in Qatar. Yeah. Being a woman, being somebody with an opinion, you just don't do that in Qatar. I thought you said being a woman, you just don't do that in Qatar. You don't. We're having a World Cup in this country. Yeah. And it was about the money. It's completely ridiculous. So... The Qataris had assured the World Cup committee, the organizing committee, that yes, we'll allow you to sell beer in stadiums. So the World Cup organizers go and sign a $75 million deal with Budweiser. Well, the Qataris kind of changed their mind this morning when they said no beer sale is allowed at the World Cup. And Budweiser paid $75 million to sell beer at the World Cup. Sorry if you're offended by that. I'm telling you, it's just the beginning in Qatar. That these guys are going to change their tune on human rights, on the LGBTQ community. I think if you are a same-sex couple, you should not go to the World Cup. And it's really unfortunate that the the money-grubbing, you know, a-holes that run the World Cup chose Qatar. Because the U.S. wanted it, England wanted it. Like There are other places you could have hosted this tournament. And yet you chose a company that routinely represses and oppresses humans. And I think we're going to see, I think there is a very high chance, a very high chance that there are human atrocities during the World Cup. Thanks. You know, I, I just, it, it is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, Teddy Wayman says, man, the Utes have to get the win. They do. It's they such do. a huge game. They do. It is such a huge game. And it's it's just... Yeah, I, I don't know. Tanner, um, okay, so Tanner says the Utes are getting are taking the dub, I guarantee it. Right, right. Which only is trumped by his opening comment this morning where he said, with all due respect, I understand you're trying to get clicks, but... Here we go. Are you seriously asking the question, how is this not the end of an era at BYU? Hey, guys. See, and this is what, why I call Tanner a red ass. Maybe, just just maybe, we can talk football without thinking that these guys are robots who are hung up in their lockers after the game. When I talk about the end of an era, I mean guys like Peeney Katoa. I mean guys like Harris LeChance. 
who are never going to play another game at Lavelle Edwards Stadium after tomorrow versus Utah Technical Institute of Nobody Cares. They're never going to play another game at home. Fucking A. And I think what you have to recognize is, is that these guys pour their heart and soul into being a BYU Cougar. And for a guy like Harris LeChance, it, it's his whole life. It's all he ever wanted to do. Yeah. And if you didn't see the Harris LeChance interview this past Wednesday, go and, go and get it. It's on the YouTube channel. Go watch him talk about, go watch him get emotional talking about the fact that he's the first one in his family. And you know, it, like, it was a phenomenal interview. And not because I did it, but because of what Harris said. Talking about how, hey, it's senior day and my brother who plays at Utah Tech is going to be in the house. And we're going to compete against each other and my family will be there. And then you think about the sacrifices a guy like Lopini Katoa has made. Yeah. And you think about the fact that he's a, a 12th year redshirt. A senior, right? Like, he's been there a long time. Maybe get your head out of your rear hindquarter orifice and understand that I don't know. Maybe it's not clickbait. Maybe we're actually celebrating the men who have, have given so much to the BYU football program. Because when you look at the list of seniors and you think about, you know, Earl Tuiati Mariner and, and the physical sacrifice that he has made to be a BYU Cougar, and you think about guys like Chris Jackson, and you think about guys like, you know, I don't know. What, what's a name on this list you don't, you don't probably think about? Matt Criddle. You probably don't think regularly about Matt Criddle. That's not a name that you that you have in your head. Um, you know, you don't you don't think about Caleb Hayes on a regular basis. You don't think about you know Houston Haymuli on a regular basis. Well, those guys are never going to play another game at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, so it it matters. Yeah, you know, and, and when you talk about decisions that have to be made, I, I, everybody keeps saying, "Well, hey." You know, Harrison Chance has more eligibility. He straight up said on the show the other day, it's the last time I'm going to play in a BYU uniform at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Yeah. He's not coming back. And and you look at guys like, you know, what's Puka Nakua going to do? Is Puka Nakua's NFL stature ever going to be higher than it is now? Nope. Probably not. I look at a guy like Gunnar Romney. What a wasted season for Gunnar Romney because of injuries. Mm -hmm. But we want to talk about, well, they did lose a Notre Dame game. Well, they're human beings, man. Like, I, and, and I think we way, forget about that. As far as clicks, yeah, we do want people to find the show. Like, yeah, we do. So, I, I, again, we've talked about this concept a million times. Like, yeah, our job to feed our family is to get people to watch this channel. Like, I don't know why that's such a hard thing to understand. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Like, it's with all just, due respect, as you said, Tanner. You know, I, I think it is the the. I think we underappreciate the Bo Nixes, the Cam Risings, the Harris Lachances. We underappreciate the effort and the commitment it takes to do footballing or hockeying or whatever your given sport is. Yeah. Like, you know, with all due respect, like, I don't think people, you know, and I'm not hating, but I don't know that people appreciate how much effort and time and, and skill goes into doing a show, a practice, uh, 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 a game presentation, like all the stuff that you see in it, that has to do with the sporting event in and around it. Dude, that takes hours. That takes like getting up at 4 a.m. after five hours of sleep. Like that takes like the a pain, lot of effort. But listen, the pain and 
do you know how hard it is to be? And we're going to talk about UCLA coming up here in a minute. Yeah. Do you know how hard it is to be a college football player and the pain that you go through and to see guys like Peeney Katoa and again, Harris Lachance. Yeah. That Harris Lachance is a guy that's got NFL aspirations that was asked to move to guard. After and, a mission, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that we whole haven't story. even gotten to the mission yet. Yeah. And that's why I say like, we have to appreciate the men that that give us so much joy on Saturdays. And yeah. I, I just think I just think that we we don't. You know what I mean? Like it is I just think you you don't understand how difficult it is to do what these guys do. Yeah. I really do. You know, like like think about it. Just to put this into perspective real quick. These guys, their their bodies hurt all the time. That's yes. the first thing. Like like their bodies hurt. All the time like it's not uncommon it's it, 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 it that's football your body's gonna hurt all the time so let me get this right your body's gonna hurt then you got to practice then you got to lift then you got to do recovery then you got to find something to eat then you're gonna take like a couple hour nap you're gonna go to the conference room in the hotel that we talked about yesterday on the show and you're gonna try to figure out a, a, a way to get an a in your in your you know histories of Jamaica class right like you, like, it's not easy to do this, man. But also don't forget that then you're going to FaceTime your wife from a road game so you can see your, your kid go to sleep. You know, like, the, it's cr the life at BYU is not for everybody. There, there's no question about that. And I, we've talked about this like three straight years on Senior Day, essentially, that we forget the emotions and the sacrifice that these people make. And it's, yeah. it's crazy being around former football players and – former hockey players and basketball players on a regular basis, you realize how different their lives are when they're, when they're done being an athlete. And so not to wax on about this, but go appreciate your Utes and Cougars. Go, go understand, you know, like this game for, for Utah this weekend, dude. Like, I mean, it is, it's crazy. You know, think about Jake Oldroyd. What does Jake Oldroyd yeah. do here? Because Jake has the option to come back or not. He's one of those guys that has an option. If you're Jake Oldroyd, what do you do? What do you do? Like, I, I mean, do you, do you, if you're Jake Oldroyd, do you hope that you have a good combine? Do you hope that you get a good tryout? Because if Jake Oldroyd tries to go professional, he's not getting drafted. He, it's, he, he has had a, a tragically bad season. Yeah. So if you're Jake Oldroyd, what do you do here? I think you I, come back. I don't think there's any doubt you come back and yeah. you try and win your job and you try to get back to, you know, you know the, the make, Jake the make, right? Yeah. You try to get back to Mr. Automatic. But you don't understand that these guys are, are playing for their legacies. They're playing to – all of these guys have next-level aspirations. And somebody pointed out, you know, yesterday about Taters and that he, you know, all the injuries that Taysom Hill had – and he had a job on Wall Street and turned it down to to chase his dream in the NFL with the Packers. And I I, I just I don't know. I probably appreciate it too much. I probably appreciate it I'm too not much. Sure that's possible. Uh, Teddy Wayman says I really enjoy the Harris interview. Yeah, we do too, bro. Yeah, he's like, a good dude. Yeah, he really is. He's a good dude. Uh, watching the Monty Show is entertaining. You learn so much about Utah sports. So thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Eric in Raleigh says it takes five to seven hours a day to prepare for a three hour show. Dude, you, that's, that's exactly right. Yeah. It takes a lot. It takes a lot. Uh, <laughs> little Jizzy says we underappreciate Tuiaki. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I don't know that that's the case. 
I, I, I congratulations, you know. but that's bullshit. I don't know if that's the case, you know. Uh, Eric and Raleigh says it takes 30 to 35 hours a week to prepare for playing a three hour game. Never mind classes. Yeah, dude. Never mind wives. Never mind it's kids. Two jobs. Drama. Yeah. Like, I cannot tell you how many athletes I am around or have been around who will go into the locker room at halftime, look at their phone, and have a, a fight with their girlfriend on text at halftime. You don't think about that stuff. And then they'll come out and they'll dominate the second half. You don't think about that stuff. Yeah. Uh, Brett Robbins says, on top of the parties and the beer you drink on a daily basis at college. What? What? That that does not happen at BYU. That's an honor code violation. Yeah. Come on. Uh, you know. Uh, let's see. Josh Leverett says, university club sports has some uh, demands most couldn't handle those expectations, let alone D1 sports athletes. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Exactly Exactly right. Eric and Raleigh says, Brett, don't conflate non-athlete college experience to athlete experience. Exactly. Uh, San Diego State Aztec says, my son played college football. No need to explain their sacrifice and pain to my household. Hey. And I think, but that's San Diego State. I think that's exactly why you have the perspective you have. Yep. I mean, it is, it is, it is really difficult to be a college football player. You know, like, and I just, yeah, I have a lot of respect for it. And I, like I said, I probably have too much respect for it. Um, you know, and I don't have too much respect for quick quack car wash because frankly, I know how awesome they are and they present football Friday and the biggest stories in sports right here on the Monty show on a daily basis. Love all of you guys who are, uh, tweeting pictures at us of your experiences at uh, quick quack car wash. The reason I go to quick quack <clears throat> is because I don't need my voice to go through the car wash tunnel. Um, and it usually takes five or seven minutes, even when they're busy, it's quick. And I love that you get to deal with human beings. It drives me crazy when I'm going to go to an overpaid, you know, overpriced car wash. Oh, 40 bucks, put your card in the machine. You never talk to anybody and you get a half-assed car wash. Not a quick quack. A quick quack, you get a really reasonably priced car wash. And I, again, do what I did, get a wash pass, 21 bucks for an entire month of unlimited car washes. It, it, it's a smoking deal. And at the Quick Quack at the district in South Jordan are having their grand opening. Um, so I believe that started Wednesday. Yeah. You know, like they're giving away free car washes. It's incredible what they're doing at Quick Quack. Again, small local business owners, entrepreneurs giving you great service. That's what this whole show is about at Quick Quack Car Wash. I think the biggest stories in sports this morning, I don't think there's any doubt this Utah game. Um, and BYU Senior Day against against Utah Tech are the two biggest stories of the weekend. But I also think the Jazz and the Suns is a really, really big story. Yeah. Um, and the conversation that I want to have about the Jazz today is is I think the Jazz are in this situation where it's it's unlike anybody else in the NBA. Everybody expected the Utah Jazz to tank, and they have not. And I was having an interesting conversation with an NBA source about the Jazz yesterday. And he said to me, why can't people understand that it doesn't matter if they win or lose? If, if they win every game for the rest of the year, they still can get whatever pick they want in the NBA draft coming up over the summer because they have a buttload of draft picks. And from what sources are telling me, this is probably the last draft where draft picks will hold significant weight and are incredibly valuable. And if I'm the Utah Jazz, 
I try to win every game I can win this year, and then I'm still getting a very high draft pick with, with if I want that. Or I'm trading those picks as part of a package for a superstar. So, Jake, how convinced are you that wins and losses aren't as significant as we all would like to think for the Utah Jazz? I mean, I, I think, you know, the, I, I don't disagree with, with that information we got and what you were saying there. I, I also think, though, that what that take doesn't, doesn't take into account is emotions. Right, like it doesn't take into account that that winning and losing is why you play the game, and and when Steve and Carol and their three kids go to a jazz game, Steve they'd like to see a victory. They'd like to see a, a a quality win. You know, like it's not fun going to a jazz game and watching your team getting blown out by twenty five. No, it's you know? not. And no. I agree. <clears throat> I agree that you know your average fan who goes to a jazz game who's not necessarily a basketball fan probably could give a damn if they win or lose and is just there to have a good time and enjoy, you know, enjoy the 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 spectacle because the Viv is a great place to watch a game. It's a beautiful house. Like, it looks great. Everything's awesome. But I have to say that, yeah, for, for the folks who listen to this show every day, for a, for a really tried and true basketball fan of the, of the Jazz, I do think winning and losing matters. Like, I think that if you're just going to be this losing team, Salt Lake City sports fans don't have a lot of patience. So you notice that like the 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 BYU viewership, nationally speaking, you see the numbers come out and they haven't been doing as great. Like you look at, you know, you can use several examples, but you, you see what I'm getting at here. So from a business side, yeah, winning and losing doesn't matter. They still have all the picks. They're going to be able to get whatever the hell they want. Like that's 100% true. But what I'm saying is that from a fan perspective, yeah, winning and losing matters, right? From a public view perspective, winning and losing matters. And by the way, breaking news, I know this is like some amazing thing. They're still above 500. So they're still winning more games than they're losing. And if that's how it remains all season, I think that's perfectly acceptable. Well, you know, what's interesting to me as well is this idea. I think it's funny. You read my mind. We did not talk about this before the show. Why are Jazz fans in doomsday mode? Why? I don't understand it. Like, so you you've be lost. Celebrating, bro. So you've lost three in a row. Is it really the end of the world? And I think you have a really good chance. Look at the line on the game tonight. It's one and a half for the Suns at 227. I mean, put your money on the Jazz on the money line. Why would you not do that? I, I, I it, Like, I don't understand this doom and gloom out of Utah Jazz fans. The Jazz have every opportunity to win this game. And it's not the end of the world, trust me when I say that. What if they lose tonight? Ah, oh, they've lost four in a row. Okay. And then what? The season's over? No. This team is going to compete. And my guess is they're going to be 7, 8, 9, 10 in the West. And they're going to be on the cusp of a playoff spot. Maybe in the play-in, obviously. But that's still a playoff spot. This is a compelling team. By the way, real. yeah, I also think they need rest. I think these two days off were huge for them. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just don't. I, I just think there's, I, I guess what I would love to hear from the comment section is just why it seems like the patience for this team is so low. Like I don't know. Like, I could understand last year. Like, last year, totally get it. Like, last year's team had expectations. Last year's team had NBA Finals aspirations and like getting to the Western Conference Finals and like and being a historic Jazz team. Even yeah. though I disagreed with the expectations, those were absolutely the expectations. 
This year, you don't have expectations. The expectations were that you were going to tank. And now, <laughs> because you've come out to a hot start, it seems like some Jazz fans think that this somehow should be some NBA Finals contending team. Like, that's not how the process works. And that's why I'm saying, as a Jazz fan, you have to watch these games a little differently than you did yes, last you year. Do. Like, you shouldn't be watching these games for win or lose. You should be watching these games for compete. You should be watching these games for how how many times is Will Hardy going to mess it up with Laurie Markin and on the bench, right? Like, you should be looking for these 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 the game within the game. That's yes. what you should be looking for. By the way, Neville... Um... I don't know why you ask such hurtful questions. Neville wants to know what college uh, in Utah is doing the best in football. <laughs> Neville, are you just out to like burn the world down today or what? Neville. Neville. Donnie, please. Uh, I, is there any question it's Utah State? What? So uh, you have no frame of reference here, I Donnie. Mean, Blake Anderson's the coach of the year. You know, um... <coughs> uh, it, there's no doubt it's Utah. The Utah Utes. <laughs> wow. Where did Utah State that go? That was a trap question. Yeah, that was absolutely a trap question, and I don't appreciate it, Neville. I don't appreciate it, man. Uh, little Jizzy says, Stephen Carroll are hoping the Jazz don't draft another Dante Exum-type pick. Oh, the fight! Let me tell you what, Nat. The fight with with Kyle Gunther and Ben Anderson that I had when I called Dante Exum a massive mistake on draft night. Ooh, that pissed some people off. How'd that work out for you, boys? Uh, you know, it is what it is. What else? Um, you got? Brett Robbins says still can't get over the Azubuki pick over Bain. You know, Neville says thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Any, anything that we can do. Okay. Anything we can do. Uh, Forrest G. Wow, Forrest G. Bro, you're back. Dude, you're where back. have you been? Where Missed have you, you yeah, dude. Where have you been? Uh, if you tank your organization, loses money on team store sales, ticket sales, and your player trade value drops. It's such a stupid idea that you're purposely going to lose 5 to 8% chance at a risky 7-foot-5 yeah. guy. But yeah. see, Forrest G., that's why we miss you. Because tanking is a terrible revenue-generating idea. Yeah. Tanking is a terrible stream of revenue. And by the way, it, it, notice that the Ryan Smith short on money conversation has disappeared a little bit, right? Like no one's talking about that. Now, again, there's no proof that Ryan Smith has any financial issues. No proof of that, right? We've just been, you know, when we had that conversation two months ago, there was, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of speculation based on the fact that, you know, you'd brought that in, uh, that investment firm in and like you had done some things that may, may or may not have suggested that you were a little tight financially. Like, so all that's gone to the wayside. But I also think that Ryan Smith is a super competitive individual. I also think that as a tech guy, to be a billionaire in the tech industry, you got to be a killer, man. Yes. You have to be a killer. Well, he also spent millions upgrading Vivint Arena for the All-Star game. Mm -hmm. yeah. He has spent a ton of money uh, on the G League. But I think a lot of people want to say like, hey, because the uniform thing happened and like you, and like you don't have a TV oh, deal. I, I absolutely like, like, believe that the, the business side of the Utah Jazz has been nothing short of a disaster. Yeah, and so I think people think they're just a little bit light on where they like to be with cash. I, I think that's absolutely accurate. Yeah. I think when you look at the, the lag in jersey sales, I think when you look at the, the lag in, you know, frankly, the TV deal is a huge problem. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if... 
and I don't know what you guys think, but I, I don't think that you can do the Clipper Vision model of TV and streaming, which basically is, hey, be, pay me 10 bucks a month and you can watch jazz basketball anywhere you want. I'm just going to say again, why are you not on, on KSL? Why? And I, I think we try to overcomplicate things in this world. Right. I agree. Obviously, I'm on YouTube full time and we're kicking ass, right? We're the largest sports talk show in Utah by a mile. We dominate Utah jazz content on YouTube. But is that where Utah jazz games belong on a stream? Maybe they more belong on KJazz. Like we used to, like how many of us remember KJazz basketball? But I think the problem is, is that the the fan base is in a different place than the organization. The fan base obviously yes. wants it for free. And I get that. I don't even have an issue with that. But you guys need to understand that the days of free content distribution are over. And it's been over. And and I look at what the Jazz are doing. And I actually was a big fan of the Clipper model, mainly because the most expensive tier also got you unique content, right? Like one-off, you're not going to get it original content. Like you're not going to get coverage of Kawhi's knee in the locker room anywhere else, right? No, no you're not. So, so you're going to have to pay to get that content, though. And that's kind of been my conundrum personally with the organization. I don't, not, not that I have some gripe with them, but just I wonder... When do we see the investment into, you know, creating that unique, high-quality, you know, video content? Because that's what fans want. They want to know, hey, what is Sexton like in the locker room? Hey, like, what does Vando do on the off day? Like, they want to know, like, what, like, you guys want to know what these guys do. Because now yeah. you're approaching 20 games into the season. You know the names. You know what these guys are capable of. So now you want to really get to know them. And that's why I'm saying I'm curious when that investment happens. Because I do believe Ryan will invest in that type of thing. It just hasn't really happened yet. I think I think where we are in this world, and, and in the comments section, please tell us what you think. I think where we are in this world, you have to have a streaming component. Ask the Pac-12. You have to have a streaming Man. component. But I also think you all you got to be able to be found. And on nine nights out of 10, you have no idea where to get jazz basketball. And I think if this team were to put its radio games on KSL so that I could find where the hell to listen to David Locke, if you would put your TV games on KSL 5 mm -hmm. and I knew exactly where to find jazz games every night, yeah, you would be making far more money. I totally agree. I like the KSL route way more than the KJS route. I, I just don't, uh, but I don't understand why this is rocket science. Yeah. Some of your games are on KSL News Radio. Why not put all of your games there? And, and it's not even that I'm hating on on the zone. The zone signal is crappy. I can't yeah. listen to it in South Jordan. Like I have to flip around and. You know, I actually am one of the people who enjoy listening to David Locke. I like <laughs> I like Booner. Like, uh, there are times I want that broadcast, and when I'm in the car, it's hard to listen to. Yeah. But I know if I flip on KSL News Radio, I know what I'm getting, right? So that's where I think Ryan Smith, who is I think a very savvy businessman, and and to date has done a good job owning the Jazz. Yeah. But let's not throw bad money after bad money just so we can say we have a streaming deal. Yeah. Go and talk to the Lakers. Go and talk to the Clippers. Go and talk to the Knicks. If you're going to start your own network and your own channel and your own streaming service, you better understand what potholes everybody else stepped in. Yeah, I'd be, if, if I'm talking about starting my own network, I'm not going anywhere else but Yes Network.
I, I want to, I'm going to call them and I'm going to talk to them because I agree the LA teams do a good job, but to me, yes, network does the best job. Yes. Network has talent for broadcasters. Yes. Network has premier brands in the nets, the Yankees, like you've got several brands there that really are, are for better or for worse. Cause I know the nets have had a lot of drama, but for better or for worse, the yes network has had the premier content in sports for a minute. Right, like any anybody did it fly under the radar that Aaron Judge just won the AL MVP yesterday. And by the way, how many games did he play on Yes Network this season? The answer is a lot, right? Like a lot of games. So that's what I'm saying. But if you know the thing about Yes Network? Yeah, it's not hard to find. No, it's not. I know how to get it. Yeah. And as somebody that watches, I'm I am the lone baseball fan in the state. I believe singularly, I am dude, the when only we were, one. No, dude, seriously, when we were at the Yelpatory. I had extra innings on DirecTV, the, the baseball package. Yes. So that I could have games on. Like, I love baseball. And I, I'm telling you, like, if the Utah Jazz had a network or even if they just invested in their YouTube channel more, like, I know they're putting out content. Everyone always says, oh, well, what do you want them to do? They're putting out, they went to RSL Stadium. Like, they've been doing things. I get that. What I want is premium. What I want is highly produced. What I want is I want HBO level production. That's what I want. Because if you have that, people are not going to watch these games for win or lose anymore. That's right. They're going to watch these games to see how does Vando play now that I know he rolled his ankle at practice the other day because I saw it on the episode, right? Like, how does Colin Sexton play after he had that meeting with Danny Ainge, let's say, or Will Hardy? And they talked about X, Y, and Z. That's why you need content. So people will have a reason to watch outside of, well, are we tanking or are we trying Are we trying to get VW or what's the deal? By the way, everybody's asking about jersey sales for the Jazz. Yeah. I would just remind you, and I'm not even being a jerk about this. Go look if you'd like. LeBron James has by far the best-selling jersey. But do you understand that nationally speaking – the 90s era Chicago Bulls are still the preeminent jersey seller in the NBA. Yeah. Jordan Pippen and uh, Dennis Rodman. And I want to say Scottie Pippen outsells Michael Jordan. I could be wrong. Uh, no, there's the graphic right there. Like, it's crazy that when you think about jersey sales, according to Lids, yep. um, Scottie Pippen's retro jerseys, two, Vince Carter's three, Steph Curry's four. Mike is five. Penny Hardaway Retro Orlando is six. Kobe Retro Lakers 24 is seventh. AI eight. Kevin Durant ninth. And Dennis Rodman 10th. That's crazy to me. That's from Lids alone. But by the way, the best-selling jersey in the NBA in the last 30 days, Steph Curry by a landslide. Yeah, which is not surprising. And I don't even think you're trying to compete with, with those... You're not trying to compete with the best players in the league, and you're certainly not trying to compete the with way, the best organizations. Sorry to interrupt you. Did yeah. you see what's going on with the Bucks cream Cream City jersey? No. So they have this beautiful Cream City jersey. Yeah, it's really nice. They don't wear it. And people are like, dude, why don't you wear it? So you want to talk <laughs> about a jersey disaster. It turns out that the Cream City jersey from the Milwaukee Bucks makes it impossible to put logos on the floor Oh, um, for TV. Um, so they you need wore a new it. floor. Oh man, no, no, dude. no, 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 no. 
because the the logos on the floor are projections. Yeah. They're essentially graphic overlays. It's like the first downline, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they wore them in the bubble and they looked like you couldn't really see the logo and it it looked like they were wearing green screen shirts. So they can't wear not even arguably without doubt their crispiest uniform. But is that because the is that just the jer- because of the just the, the jersey color, color of the jersey? So it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that their floor and the jersey are basically no okay no it has nothing to do with the gotcha. floor it's it's at that graphic overlay it's Damn. like a weather person yeah. you know a, a yeah. weather person they stand in front of a green screen yeah and if you they know. wear green they mix in yeah damn the color of the cream city jersey makes it impossible for them to put the logos on the floor which is a huge revenue stream by the way that started in the bubble because everybody was in it, it was at disney i think it was or in orlando and that was how they were getting continuing revenue streams. Well, that's why they're wearing those god awful blue jerseys now. That I hate. I, mean, I actually just hate awful, it. Dude. I actually I can't stand it. Yeah. But I think it's hysterical. I think it's hysterical that Yeah. Yeah. Kanai Johnson said I heard Cream City was banned. It well, they just can't wear it. It it's not a, everybody wants to make this into a sexual reference. It's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. Uh, WTF, Nick Vela says, we had the Olympics in China, for God's sakes. What the hell is the difference about money? That's a World Cup thing. We'll get into yeah, that. We will hour. absolutely next get into hour. that. Thanks to our friends at TridayTrading.com for presenting our Utah Jazz Talk and all of our NBA talk. By the way, did anybody see what Royce O'Neal did last night? <clears throat> Triple, double, 11-11-11 with points, assists, rebounds, and he got the game-winning putback on a tip of a Kevin Durant jump shot. Brooklyn wins last night. Yeah. Good old Roycey boy. Yeah. I'm, I I told you guys he was their best defensive player and they should never have traded him. Right. I told you he was my favorite Utah Jazz <laughs> punching bag and you got a first round pick for him. So it was great. It was fantastic. Uh, let's see. San Diego State Aztec says, I'm a Suns fan and even I bought a Curry Warriors jersey for my nephew. Of That's course you did. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're not even trying to compete with Steph. Like, Steph is just a, Steph is a standout, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't, you, yeah. yeah, you know. Uh, are we going to talk about Otani, the Otani? No, we're not going to talk about the Otani dude, snub because Aaron Judge deserved the MVP. It's not dude. By far, it's it wasn't close. Snub. There's no conversation. Shohei Otani, if he wants to be an MVP, should be a hitter and not a pitcher. Like, oh, you want to win the Cy Young? Then be a pitcher and don't be a hitter. Aaron Judge was by far and easily the most valuable player to his team this season. I'm, I'm. It's not even Aaron Judge. Paul Goldschmidt, I think, is one of the best stories in baseball. Yeah. I mean, that he finally won an MVP. Screw the St. Louis Cardinals. You, you go Cubs. Uh, but Paul Goldschmidt's a great human being. I don't want to hear about, you know, and I know we got to get to football 50 here, but I don't want to hear about the stat. Uh, and I can't remember the name for it. And Jeff, maybe you can refresh my memory, right? I can't remember the name. But there's a stat in baseball that says, hey, this guy's a two-way player, right? So on the days that he's pitching, right, he's not he's not going to be hitting, yes. right? Because the DH is going to hit for him. And there's a stat in baseball that basically projects what his hitting offensive numbers would be if he had 500 plate appearances, just like, you know, an Aaron Judge or, you know, any of the AL uh, or any of the MVP candidates. I am so sick and tired of those stats in Major League Baseball. It's a choice to be a two-way player. Why is it not good enough to be in the Cy Young 
conversation as a pitcher. I don't understand That's not it. good enough. Like, I, come on. I, I don't understand it. And, and the thing is that you have to remember, one, nobody cares about the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim uh, that are down the street from Disney. Nobody cares about the Angels. They are irrelevant. Oh, Shohei Otani's an MVP candidate? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, who Come watches on. Angels baseball? Come on. Besides the 13 Angel fans that are on the entire planet. Then you consider that what Aaron Judge did was historically impactful. And that he broke the Roger Maris record. And that that hadn't been done since, you know, the, the 40s, 50s, and 60s. And... You look at the fact that he's wearing pinstripes in New York. You look at the fact he did this in a year where he bet on himself and didn't sign a long-term extension, and he's now arguably the most valuable free agent in the history of Major League Baseball. You look at the fact that he did it at Yankee Stadium. You look at the fact that the Yankees play in New York. You look at the fact that he carried that flipping baseball team to the postseason. You look at the fact that he is the straw that stirs the drink. You look at the fact that Mike Giancarlo Stanton's mom was out of the lineup pretty much the entire year. Yeah. You look at the fact that he and Anthony Rizzo both carried that team, but without Aaron Judge, the Yankees don't go to the postseason. Aaron Judge is the only reason that that team went as far as they did and won as much as they did. The run of that he went on in July, October was nothing short of ridiculous. The national media spotlight that was shown on Aaron Judge, the pressure he was under, and yet he still performed. I mean, it, it's, I don't even think it's a conversation. I, I really yeah. don't. I really don't. And this is not like, but Jeff, here's the thing. It's not a New York bias. It's facts. And we do this too much in sports. Well, East Coast. West, okay, in college football, the Pac-12 gets screwed because every thousand-year-old AP writer goes to bed at 6 o'clock when the game's over. In Major League Baseball, in professional athletics, look at Zaki Poo. If you're going to be the quarterback of the Jets, you're going to be in under an incredible microscope. If you're the best player on the Yankees, you're under an incredible microscope. It's what makes Derek Jeter so special. Right? It's what makes Aaron Judge so special. It's not a New York bias. It's the truth. Yeah. I'm a Chicago Cub fan. I hate the New York Mets. But why is Jacob deGrom so singularly unique? Or before all the injuries. Because he was a dominant pitcher doing it for the Mets. Who had been bad and he was still doing it. Even when he was getting one run a game in support, Jacob DeGrom. Why is Matt Harvey so maligned in the bigs? Why is Buck Showalter so significant? I think he won his fourth manager of the year. He's, I, I, and he did it with the Mets in New York. It's harder to win in New York, Chicago, and Los Angeles. Yes. It is harder because, oh, well, they have all the money in the world. And by the way, you can't have it both ways. Oh, New York bias. They buy their players. Okay, so what is it? They either buy championships or they're a huge failure when they don't win. Oh, but Shoei should have won the MVP. It's New York media bias. Well, what about the expectations? Because ain't nobody got a single expectation that the Angels are going to win anything. Yeah, that's the Astros division to lose. Every single year. Yeah. Every single year. Yeah. Boyd, nobody likes the Astros. Nobody. Boyd, you're really testing us. The only people that like the Astros are those that make aluminum garbage cans. That's it. Other than that, everybody hates the Astros. Yep. Unanimously. 
unanimously. Um, it's amazing that we're actually getting to talk baseball on the show. Uh, Mark Hale says, uh, people want to forget about Bond, Sosa, and McGuire home run numbers like Ghostbusters fans want to forget about the female Ghostbusters movie. Well, the problem is nobody knew about the female Ghostbusters movie. And Sosa, in my opinion, put a needle in his ass so he could hit home runs. Aaron Judge does it the right way by all accounts. And he's a fabulous human being. But that's just me. Eric and Raleigh says, uh, Matt Harvey is maligned because he participated in murdering a teammate. Well, I mean, who hasn't? Okay, that's fine. Football 50-10 in the hour, every hour. On the Monty Show, we bring you the biggest stories in football. Uh, 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 get it. Get it. Get it at Quick Quack Car Wash. Get it at Papa Murphy's. Get it at Chick-fil-A. No, Super Chicks. Freudian slip. Thanks to all of our sponsors that support this show. We will be at Super Chicks in Ogden tomorrow. We will tell you to use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Are we food obsessed on this show? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I'm already thinking about what I'm going to have for breakfast because I'm starving right now. He walks to my door at 4.30. Hey, bro, are we getting those Beto's breakfast burritos today? I thought it was Beto's. See, si, senor. Anyway, the point is, Come on. it's Beto's. It's Beto's. We had this argument two weeks ago. When somebody else won the $100 billion thing. Yeah, not us. Uh, the point is, use the promo code Monty25. Neville last night had Papa Murphy's Pizza. Use the promo code Monty25. Got 25% off his purchase of $25 or more. Maybe Zachy Poo needs the promo code. Emotional when you came off the field against them a couple of weeks ago. How, how do you put those emotions, keep those emotions out of the way from this game? I thought they were good emotions. I mean, I was frustrated and... You know, I still believe nobody outside of this building knows what they're talking about. So, uh, well, I do. You did? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why'd you turn down a coaching position? Yeah. <laughs> Who told you that? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, dude. Oh my God, the red ass that is Zach Wilson. You gotta understand this. Why would he talk about his mom like that, dude? Like n- nobody outside this building, Lisa, knows anything. What? Uh, Bill Belichick knows a thing or two because you can't seem to complete a pass against the Patriots. Seven interceptions and two touchdowns in three games against the hoodie. Yeah, that's not. Is good, that dude. good? Yeah, those numbers are not good. And that's and not good. I, I okay. don't know if Zach is just Zachy Poo. Please, Zachy Poo's just out here to be a red ass. I'm not sure, but that was a pretty baller comment. That was. I and, and that's the thing that I think matters to him. By the way, the Patriots are now three and a half points. 11 o'clock on CBS uh, Jets at Patriots. Has Zach Wilson lived up to expectations? Oh, it's a New York media bias. <laughs> Has he not been? I mean, up until the last three weeks, hadn't the guy been a bust? Yeah, but it's, you know, I don't know. it's a little early to be calling him a bust. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's 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 only got 1,200 yards. Now, granted, he was injured, but isn't that part of the reason that the guy's a bust? But if you look at his numbers, he's under 60% completion percentage of 57 and a half. Yeah. The guy's got five interceptions and four touchdowns. He's been sacked 12 times. His QBR is 49. Ooh. I'm sorry. I thought I said 49. Yeah, you did, Mon. Okay. 49. It's New York media bias, though. Take Uncle Monty's word. Uh, if, you're, uh, if your QBR is 49. Yeah. 
Uh, you're probably not great at quarterbacking. Yeah. Papa Murphy's presents How to Change the Way You Pizza. Step one, carefully knead dough. Step two, artfully spread sauce. Step three, add fresh mozzarella and assemble toppings. Step four, realize we already did all that for you. So all you have to do is bake it. For a limited time only, get the Hog Heaven Pizza with Canadian bacon, ground sausage, and crispy bacon. Papa Murphy's. Change the way you pizza. Ah, the Hog Heaven is back for a limited time at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you hit that promo code, Monty25, to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Teddy Wayman says, uh, as a Patriots fan, I'm really nervous about this game. Eh. Well, uh, I don't know if I would be nervous. I mean, that team plays hard. The The New York Jets under Robert Salah play very hard and very, they're, they're, they're high on tenacity. Yeah. But they're low on talent. The weather's going to be questionable. By the way, did you guys see they moved the Bills game to Detroit? It's a smart move. There's going to be five feet of lake effect snow in Buffalo. <coughs> <coughs> So we'll see how that weather affects the, you know, the Meadowlands. By the way, I know MetLife Stadium is not where they're playing. But I bring up MetLife Stadium. Did you guys see that they're changing the turf at MetLife Stadium away from artificial turf? And they're not putting in grass. What are they putting in? The turf that is at uh, the Diamondback Stadium, Chase Field, is what they want to use, which is as close to natural grass as you can get without using natural grass. Yeah. I don't know why they just don't put in natural grass. Yeah, I don't understand it. I don't get your favorite listeners back. Oh, God. Skinny Dick Nick. Oh, Skinny Dick Nick. Okay. All right. Hey, listen, man. We're all honest about our size, right? Uh, The Jets are good this year. They're just waiting for a solid QB play. I think they'll be reviewing their options this offseason and Zach doesn't show up soon. You got to complete a minimum of 65% to be a a good football team. That's right, T. He isn't even completing 60%. Yeah. So that's a huge problem. It, it, there's a big jump that needs, that's needed, you know. Uh, Forrest G says, uh, I used Monty uh, 25 on my last Papa Mur- Murphy's order. Took off $2 of my $30 order. Okay, well, you could give me the $2 if you want it back. Two bucks is two bucks. It. We yeah. usually order a large... We get custom pizza. Although I'm ready to try the hog heaven. I got to be honest with yeah. you. It sounds amazing. Um, we usually get a large and a medium traditional crust. Mrs. Monte goes with the vegetarian pizza. We usually get barbecue sauce, mushroom onion, green onion, mozzarella. Mozzarella. And some pineapple on top. And usually that's about... I don't know, 40 bucks. I'd say it was about $9 every time we order it. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take every dollar. I'll take every dollar that I can get. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I think it's, I think that's hugely, uh, that's hugely important. Yeah. I think, and and by the way, I like, I mean, like he was saying, like, I think, you know, like give us the $2 then, you know, I mean, you you just send it on over for us. You don't want the $2, you you know, you can. You can donate to the show and stuff. And by the way, it, I mean, if, if you don't want that $2, make it like $6. Order the take and bake chocolate chip cookie dough. Yeah. Because I still maintain that's the... And look, I love the Jacko pizza. Uh, I love the... I love all that stuff. 
Pizza's great. The crust is great. The breadsticks are great. Yes. The salads are great. Nothing's better than the chocolate chip cookies. Yep. I, I you know. Uh, let's see. Uh, I ordered the hog heaven. I thought something was wrong because I thought it was 25% off. It was at the St. George Papa. I appreciate the $2, though. Okay. St. George is living well. I love our listeners in St. George. We have quite a few. Thank you for that. Right. My point is, my point is, it's two bucks. Whatever, Forrest G. Yeah, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I don't understand what we're, you know, like, what the issue is here. I, I, I like, you know, you're getting, you got a, you got discount code of Papa Murphy's, and it adds up over time. I mean, if, you know, if you're having it a couple times a month, you're probably saving 20 bucks. You know, I think, like, it's worth it. Well, how many people are fat like us and order Papa Murphy's once a week? Lots of people. Lots of people, right? Lots of people are on the first team uh, all fat-ass diet, right? With Zion. Fat! Right? I thought you said you never call me fat. I don't. Fat! What do you mean? Okay, that's fine. Um, (laughs) Teddy just keeps giving us tips, baller. (laughs) By the way, I got to get Teddy out to look at my shower. So I, 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 I am, um, because Teddy tips us so much, I can afford a cleaning person. Right, right, um, right. I have absolutely the best cleaning person. She comes once a month. She, hey man. I'm not making a joke about her. She is a nice woman. Jackie is her name. Right. But she does such a good job cleaning my shower that I notice all the imperfections in the tile. Yeah. So after my afternoon nap yesterday, because I passed the out, um, I had one of those naps yesterday where Jake was coming over at two o'clock and we were going to leave to get back to the arena. We had a bunch of production and stuff to do. Yeah. I snapped out of a nap at like 140. <laughs> and I was like, oh! you know, that afternoon nap where you fall asleep. <laughs> oh, I missed it. <laughs> and so I ran upstairs, got in the shower and I was noticing like, the, guy, the idiot who did my grout, and I would like to admit now, I'm stupid. I am not a smart man. That's why I hire an under-the-table contractor stupid. to build me a shower. You're casual. That was a very casual move. That was dumb. Because that sh- my bathroom, my master bathroom has been nothing but a pain in the ass. Come on, man. This con- And this is why I always tell you, hey, call the Wayman Brothers, dude. Call the Wayman Brothers. I say it all the time. Yeah. Because don't do the Monty and, and, you know, like, hey, you know, hire a contractor who doesn't know how to hang a ceiling fan. So it's like hanging off the ceiling because he just stuck it up in the hole and didn't attach it to the to the the joist. I started having second thoughts. So now every time it's windy out or God farts on my roof, I get like insulation that falls down onto my toilet. All gas, no brake. Uh, you know, other than that, you know, the only other issue is, well, the tile is on level on my floor. There's a piece of tile, like the floor's like this, and then the pizza, piece of tile goes like this. Can you measure it? You know, just because I kick the ball of my foot on that hole pretty much every day, you shouldn't worry about that. <laughs> no, I mean, that's the only issue. Well, I mean, besides the ceiling fan, the floor <laughs> tile, you know, the, the faucet in my on my sink that now turns like <clears throat> almost 360 to turn off the hot water. Hey, man, but other than that, oh, wait. The fact you completely miscut the the you know the 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 cabinet width so it hits the the bathroom door. Hey, you don't work. Um, oh wait. Other than that, the tile guy you hired who doesn't know how to seal grout or lay grout 
or put tile on the wall or the floor. Other than that, he's a great tile guy. Hell Other no. than the fact he can't put tile on the wall or the floor or, or lay down grout, <laughs> that guy was the best tile guy I'm never going to use again. Okay, fuck you. <laughs> and then. And is it lost on. Hold on. Is it lost on anybody that you're doing all this complaining in the studio that the Waymans built at the Mavericks Center? <laughs> and then here's the best part. Like a week after that disaster, I'm bitching about it on the show. And. And in comes Teddy Wayman. Hey, hey, bro, check out this amazing beard. By the way, might want to call Wayman Brothers. <laughs> yeah, right on time, Teddy. Hello. Great job. We are not available now. You please know. leave your name and phone number. Great job. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> Thanks, Teddy. Appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, anyway. Guy gets on camera one time, and now look at, uh, you look know. at Tanner spelling Karen in K A A K A R E N in different comments. That's not being Karen. That's called getting screwed by a contractor. Yeah, it's called getting screwed. You know, yeah, K A R E N. I guess spells Monty. That's fine. That's fine. Teddy thinks that's funny. <laughs> Teddy's like, hey, it makes me more money. Hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> Isn't that the worst part Yo, when welcome. you hire? When you hire a terrible contractor, it's not that you paid. Because I, I told the guy, I'm not paying you the rest of the bill on this. I'm not. Yeah. And the guy's like, but I'm a pastor at my church. People trust me. And I'm a jerk. I, I admit it. We're standing in my upstairs. And he, had, he is he, this guy, the audacity on this guy. He lied about his license because I didn't go check it. Showed Casual. me an insurance. Casual. I should have checked Casual. it. Showed me insurance not. A contractor's license. Yeah. But I said to him, hey, dude, I'm not paying you. Oh, but I'm a pastor at a church. People trust me. And I said, cool, go with God, but you're not going with God and my money. You're not. And you can leave. And he left. Um, and I've never heard from him since. And he was, the other thing that he did that really bothered me is the guy screwed up the cut on the, on the counter. The only thing that he has, he has the best Quartz granite countertop guy I've ever seen. This contractor that messed up the bathroom. Yeah. Has okay. the best quartz countertop guy I've ever seen. Okay. And I've probably put in 50 quartz countertops. Well, to the point where didn't you get that dude's number and everything oh, at, yeah. at that time? Yep. But now I don't need it because yeah. of the Wayman brothers. But yeah. anyway, the point is, this guy's like, well, the countertops look great. Why don't we just replace the carpet? I'll give you a deal. I'll, I'll, you know what? We'll, we'll give you half price off the labor. Bro. And I like we're standing there talking about how poorly cut this cabinet was. And I said to him, half price off of labor that's not worth half the price is not half price labor. How dumb do you think I am? Are you kidding me? I'm not letting your labor do anything in my house. Get out. It was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. It's not the best situation, and we all know that. Eric says, Monty screwed Monty by choosing a bad contractor to save money. You get what you pay for. Dude, true. Yeah. That was so frustrating. Uh, that's a new scam. You just say I'm I'm a pastor and everything. Oh yeah. Hey man, I know. Look, your daughter's beautiful and and we did our thing. But I'm a pastor and people trust me. Having fun is the name of the game. I love the one where people are like, okay, um, you've been convicted of triple homicide and defrauding these people. Do you have any last words? Well, uh, you know, Your Honor, I would ask for leniency because I am a Christian man and 
Like you, you can create, you can, you can pull off like the most heinous crime ever. Well, I'm a Christian man and right. Great. But you triple murdered a couple of dudes. I'm so Shiva, the God of death. And I have to put that needle in your arm, sir. Damn. Right. Like I, I, it drives me crazy that somebody will get caught in a, will get caught in a sex scandal. will be like, well, I'm a Christian man. I ask you for forgiveness. No, you're the flipping governor or senator or like school board president. Like they caught this this guy in California defrauding the school the 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 fund that pays for kids to eat lunch. In this and it was one of those, you know how in Los Angeles there's like just like a hundred towns and they're these little cities that are incorporated. They have a they have like all like a mayor and a council and yeah, yeah. Yeah. In this small little city, this guy stole, and I want to say it was like 150 grand from You're the kids. Dude. Yeah, from the kids' lunch fund. Why? So the kids could eat. Dude, why? And he's like, oh, but I'm a Christian, a good Christian man, and I ask you for forgiveness. Hey, guys. And they were like, well, yeah, sure, okay. Why don't you come back and ask us for forgiveness once you're on parole? Because your oh. ass is going to jail. Like, it just, it drives me crazy. You know. Damn. It is what it is. Uh, Josh Lovern says, pasture, pasture. It's the same thing. Yeah, I wasn't going to point that out. I wasn't going to point that out. You know. Um, Tanner said, you're not going with God with my money. Well, that was one of the best lines. I, I am proud of myself that in the moment <laughs> that I'm able to come up with it right off the top Let's of my head. Let's settle this right now. Because I told homie, yeah, hey, go with God, but you're not going to God with my money. What would I do without you? Get the bucket. <laughs> and he left. Uh, Forrest G says, so who are we going with tonight on the Suns and the Jazz? Let's make some predictions. I'm all about that on the Monty Show. Presented um, by our good friends this hour, TridayTrading.com. All of our basketball talk on the show, as you know, is presented by TridayTrading.com. Slash Monty, make sure you uh, tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. The, the Jazz and the Suns tonight. This is an interesting, this is an interesting little game. Because... I am of the mind that the, the I think the Jazz win this game. Now, I know the Suns are minus one and a half at 227. Right. That 227 number is interesting to me because that's only 113 and a half points per. That doesn't seem high enough for the Jazz and the Suns. As well as Book has played lately and as well as that team has played, even without Chris Paul, they're scoring points. And they're not the same defensive team that they've been. Uh huh. I think this is a 120, 119, 120, 117 kind of game. Right. Where do you come down on it? Yeah, I mean, I think that the the thing with the Suns is that they they don't beat teams by scoring 130 a night. They beat teams by playing defense and scoring 110. You know, like so that's why I think the boys in Vegas are are saying like. You know, they expect that 115 to 112 type game or whatever. Like, they expect that, you know, that not a low-scoring game, but just sort of like an average right. outcome type right, game, yeah. you know? And and I think that, yeah, I, I it's kind of, I'll be honest, it's kind of hard to predict or say what I expect out of this game because I don't know what, like, this is one of those times where you don't know what you're going to get from the Jazz. You don't know, like, and I have no problem saying it. Like, I don't have a crystal ball. Like, I don't know what... What to expect out of this team? Like, I, I can tell you, like, my first thought is I would just expect some more consistency, right? I would expect them to be much more committed to moving the ball tonight, like, Jake, throughout the Jake, game. Jake, 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 stop, stop, stop the show. Boyd Lake with the line of the year. 
Some Christians forget mercy cannot rob justice. Oh my God. <laughs> I thought you said mercy cannot rob justice. That's amazing. Anyway, you were saying about the sons in the jazz. <laughs> Dude. What am I even what am I supposed to do with that? That was an amazing line. Yeah, like who 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 approves that message, Boyd? Is that like is is that Oh, that's a Christian teaching. That's absolutely that is that is uh mercy versus justice. What 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 did it wait, what did it say again? Hold on. Wait, what 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 was the line again? Some Christians forget mercy cannot rob justice. It I'm is, Jerry Jones, and I approve this message. Exactly right. Uh, speaking of justice, T uh, Teddy says, man, I think the Suns take it 125-117. Yeah. Uh, San Diego State says, Jazz versus Suns, you know. Brett Robbins says, uh, Kelly getting a 40-piece McNugget tonight. Oh, stop. But you mean on the way to the arena, he's going to stop and get 40 chicken McNuggets? Get the hell out of here. He, I wear a headband. That means I can score. Get the may, hell he out may of be here. A little he might be a little Fat. gassy. Uh, Teddy says, I hope I'm wrong. Um, Michael Harris says, yay, free Arby's on Saturday. I'm not sure how that works. Don't you mean free Super Chicks in Ogden on Riverdale Road, 10 to noon, where we'll be doing a show? Yeah. And you're going to come by and the first 100 people, you know, you know. Uh, Giggity says, uh, I bet Boyd was asking for mercy for his Astros. Wow. 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 Because there, it's garbage. There's no justice for the Astros. Yeah, man. I mean, you know you know what I'm saying? Like, no justice you know. for the Yankees. No justice for the Dodgers. Nope. Nope. I mean, how did you not strip the Astros? How did you not? Because yeah. you're soft. I don't know. Uh, Forrest G says, Jesus uh, Christ destroys Marxism, approves this message. Yes. Hey, yeah, Forrest correct. G, where have you been, dude? Were you just busy chopping down trees or what's the deal, bro? I'm, I'm battling a hair hanging in my face. Okay. All right. I'm focused today. Uh, Tanner Plummer says the, the, the thing, Boyd, is, is actually a Latter-day Saint teaching, not a Christian teaching. Oh, no. I can tell you right now, as trust me, as a recovering Catholic who was an altar boy and, oh no, mercy versus justice is absolutely not can exclusive I, can to I, the Mormon church. Can I stir the pot and say that no. the LDS faith is Christian? Yeah, it, but see, nobody, see, that's the other thing. People are like, <laughs> oh, those damn Mormons, if they were Christian, they would understand. <laughs> uh, excuse me, sir, you understand it's the... Somebody... Church it, of Jesus Christ. Dude, somebody in our sphere yesterday dropped a Mormon land reference. Yes, they and did. I haven't heard it used so well in a long time, and I about died laughing. Like, the disrespect that Utah gets for the LDS faith is incredible. I, it is, I think that's a really good point by you. I think there are so many people who don't understand that... Um, the LDS Church is a Christian faith. Um, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ <laughs> of Latter-day Saints. Do you understand that uh, Christians are only called Christians because of Jesus Christ? You know. Like, Mormons believe in Jesus. No, they believe in Joseph Smith. Uh, no, you're dumb. You're, you're dumb. You're dumb. You're dumb, sir. You're dumb. <laughs> Like it, the, the people that don't they believe know. in Joseph Smith, the people yeah. who don't know, and I believe that I'm going to win the two and a half billion dollar mega millions. Okay. <laughs> Salty drunk is back. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> 
Dude, oh my god, dude. Salty, <laughs> you have redeemed yourself. Oh my god, just like uh, that. Yeah, oh. I need more of this energy in my life, dude. <laughs> Tanner says, yeah, your sin was saying the S word. Dude, I need more of that energy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my god. I that was incredible. Said, who sent us that video the dude. other day? The Super Soaker retro commercial video? Oh. Oh my God, I died laughing. I laughed for I like 20 solace. minutes. I think it was Solace. Was it Justin Solace? That, that's Maybe amazing. Napierski. That's amazing. Uh, Fat Jesus says, I know Mormons who say they haven't, uh, they aren't Christian. They are Mormon. Drives me crazy. I don't understand. Austin Napierski sent that. Austin Napierski, you stud. Oh my God. Uh, Boyd Lake says, saying that the church's name with the Jerry Jones accent is an all timer. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Jesus Christ. Christ. <laughs> I so when I I used to go to a church that would help you get the hair off your face. Uh, I used to go to a church where the the pastor had a southern accent. Southern. So he would always say Jesus Christ, <laughs> and he would it's the Christ, like it's that crescendo. Right. God get the the. So Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Hey guys, Jerry. Hey, hey, hey. Do you think that uh, what what do you think uh, your odds are to win the Super Bowl this year? Well, Jesus Christ is a cowboy fan. God bless. He pours salt on his McJesus griddle. <laughs> I couldn't come up with a McDonald's burger <laughs> named after Jesus. Kurt Meyer says, "Who said you can't mix church and sports?" Yeah, let's play some church ball. Stop. Um, <laughs> where do you come up with this stuff? On the Monty Show presented by the Advocates, utahadvocates.com. Uh, if you've been in Iraq, if you've been injured, folks, I'm telling you that, again, passionate about local businesses, the Advocates. I've known Matt Driggs for 10 years. Yeah. One of the the the, the partners at the Advocates, Matt Driggs, he's, he's a guy that supported our show back at 1320K Fan. The sports leader. And it was amazing. So last night, Tyson and I are calling the Grizzlies game. Right. Please subscribe and watch the broadcast on YouTube. Find the Utah Grizzlies on YouTube and hit subscribe. Tyson and I are calling the game and the clock stops with 1320 to go. Nuh-uh. And Tyson Whiting, amazingly, Tyson Whiting's like, yeah, 1320 K fan to go in the first period. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. Uh, but... Matt Driggs and the guys at the Advocates have supported this show all the way back to the 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 days at thirteen twenty K fan, the sports leader, and it's it's incredible that they have grown that firm and grown that business into what I think is a really really strong group of attorneys that are going to fight for you like rabid dogs. You know that when you've been in a if you've been in a serious wreck, we saw one in Daybreak the other day. And I was thinking to myself, man, those people need to call the advocates because a guy ran a red light in downtown Daybreak and crushed a car. And when you're in that situation, it's one of the worst days of your life. The advocates have that empathy. They have that compassion. They understand it. And that's why, like, when you get on their website, you can chat with them for free. There's a chat function there. And, hey, if you're a little off-put or if you're just a little shy or you don't, you know, you just want to take it slow, chat with them at utahadvocates.com. You know you're never going to pay a, a big retainer to help us. No. They don't do retainers. They don't do consultation fees. There's none of that. You don't pay the advocates until they win your case. At utahadvocates.com. By the way, they also do social security work. So if you 
your mom, your dad, your family are dealing with social security issues, utahadvocates.com, they can help you with that uh, as well. Um, Teddy with five more dollars says, taking my tithe, take my tithing, <laughs> Teddy. So you better check yourself. <laughs> I'm just going to give you that money back for my shower at some point. Uh, Tanner Plummer says, one time in church basketball, I almost got into a fight, but the ref made sure it wasn't going to happen. Hey, Claw. I mean, okay. I mean, that, which, you don't, is, which Tanner, is fine. You, with all due respect, you don't seem like that guy. <laughs> okay. My wife is currently chastising me on text. Oh, God. Since the show's off the rail every Friday now, it seems like. With all due respect. So yesterday I go get the mail, right? And there's a package key in there. Right. So I open the package box. I open the parcel post box. Right. There's a, there's a, a soft package in there. I'm like, all right, cool. Nice. It's a sweater for my wife. So okay. we, we drop it off. I come back to the arena, do the Grizzlies game. We get home at 11 o'clock. Right. And we're laying in bed at 11 o'clock. And she's like, oh, there's only one sweater. She opened the package. She's like, there's only one sweater in here. <coughs> there's supposed to be two. Let me look on my app. <laughs> she like pulls up her phone, right? <laughs> and she's like, oh, they say it's delivered and it's two separate packages. There wasn't another one in there. And going through my mind, I'm like, should I get my fat ass out of bed and go check the mailbox down the street? Or should I just go to bed and hope for the best in the morning? <laughs> we'll check it in the morning. So apparently, <laughs> apparently Mrs. Monty went to the mailbox. Her second sweater was in the parcel box. Damn. With another package that was in the parcel box. There were three. Damn. I left two of them in there and took one. <laughs> Damn. Hey, man, speaking of tithing. Go with Jesus. Tell me, what did Christ. she say? Is she upset? No, she's like, I got it. And she's she looked at me and she sent me this gift. A Tyler Perry old lady gift shaking her head. <laughs> you know. Hey man, that's that's what happens sometimes. You know what I mean? I feel bad. Like, okay, dude, get off my face. How many times have I said that to him? What would I do without you? Okay. Uh, all right. That's fine. Um, Brett Burnett says, need the accent lawyer to, uh, to liar accent is great. Need the accent lawyer. No. No. Uh, this is, that's fair, Jake. But a couple of years ago, I was that guy. Mm. What guy mm. was that? Because he was talking about getting in fights in church basketball. And I just don't take Tanner as that guy. <clears throat> I am that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you are that guy. 100%. All right. I should never play in organized basketball again because there was one time where this dude elbowed me in the back of the head and I didn't get a call and I cursed at the ref. And he said, if you ever speak to me like that again, you'll never play in this league. So I promptly started shooting logo threes and making them. That was amazing. That was back in Phoenix when nobody wanted me on their team. Right. You remember that day? Yeah. I was so pissed at the official. So I just started hawking up threes, and I don't know how, because I can actually shoot a little Through bit. Through the power of Jesus Christ. Through the power of Jesus Christ. Our Lord and Savior. May the ball go in the hole, sir. And I mean basketball, nothing else. Anyway. Um, okay, this is not good. Salty Drunk says, let's pass the plate around to get SS some balls. Wow. 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 Okay. Okay. Little Jizzy says, Tanner, the type of guy. Okay. Are we going to start Don't, this why, now? why do we need to do uh, that? Look, Come on, Tanner's dude. the type of guy, dot, dot, dot. Come on. Tanner's the type of guy, dot, dot, dot. He's the kind of guy that'll slap you in the face and then run behind all his teammates and be like, I'm kicking your ass. Shout the Mobamba. 
Fat Jesus says, Tanner could have been that guy who started a lot of fights. He's also probably a guy who lost a lot of fights. I, I, I would agree with that. Uh, Little Jizzy actually had a good line. He says, Tanner's the type of guy to giggle after a small toot. A small toot. <laughs> Tanner says, you guys didn't know me a couple of years ago. I was that guy. No, you were never okay, that guy. What, okay, so what you makes were you never think that, that you guy. were that guy? Let me ask that. I'm, I'm just curious. Like, is it, were you jacked? Were you lifting every day? Did you take Rex Kwando? Jacked! Did you take the Giselle Blinchton route and, you know, do some tumbling with some people? Like, what was the, you know, what was the game plan? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Kurt, uh, or excuse me, Giggity says, Tanner's the type of guy, dot, 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 to call another show and I'm pimp saying. the Monty That's show. That's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yes, he is. That's why Tanner's beloved. I'm a man. I love Tanner. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Kurt Myers, back in the 50s and 60s, all church basketball was broadcast on the television channels throughout, my, uh, throughout the West. My dad got a scholarship and was invited to the 64 Olympics. Damn. Wow. Through church ball. Through church. But church ball's real, dude. Church ball is absolutely real. There's wow. no doubt about that. Wow. Um, where do we go here? 7.30, let's talk about UCLA and the Pac-12. Because I think this is significant. I really do. I think that when you look at this situation with the UC Board of Regents yesterday to get the show back on the rails, right, right. Um, they did absolutely nothing. They met. They got a bunch of information. And they're like, yeah, we're not going to do anything. All right, we'll see you in December, everybody. Peace out. Yeah. That's essentially what the UC Board of Regents meeting was. There were some other interesting things I thought about that. Kind of came out that says George Klyovkov is exactly the guy we thought he was. Because UCLA presented facts that says, no, there's not a lot more travel for UCLA students because they made a really good point. The Big Ten doesn't have Olympic sports necessarily. So the water polo teams and all the secondary sports at UCLA where they compete in the Conference of Champions, where they win all of their, you know, field hockey. Blue ribbons. On rollerblade sport that's not a sport, sport, sport. Um, the Big Ten doesn't play that game. <coughs> so there's not a lot of East Coast travel for Olympic sports. So the travel impact is far less significant than George Klyovkov made it out to be. George Klyovkov, it turns out, actually does not know what he's talking about. <laughs> and it happened again when George Klyovkov, and I want to put this graphic up um, that one of our Twitter listeners sent to us, um, because I think it's significant when you look at exactly how this is all going to go down. This idea that, oh, nobody wants, nobody wants to have you know, USC and UCLA in the, in, the, in the Big Ten. Right. Nobody wants, no, I haven't talked to one person who wants, you know, them in the same conference. Right. Well, George, maybe you should talk to more people because an eagle-eyed listener of ours sent us this graphic. UCLA athletes believe they need to be in USC's conference. So wait, and, let me get this uh, right. I mean, you're George flipping Klyavkov, the, 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 the commissioner of the Pac-10. I'm sure that you went and talked to athletes, right? I mean, it wouldn't make any sense that you would say that you've not talked to a single person, which is what George Klyovkov said. Oh, I haven't talked whoa, to whoa, a whoa, 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 whoa. What? George Klyovkov? 
Yeah, the commissioner of the Pac-10. Bro, how do you come up with these names? <laughs> like. It's a gift. Me? It's a gift. Okay, go ahead. So George Klyovkok, uh <laughs> says he didn't talk to any, not a single person. Look, you guys, you guys, 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 what? After I was done doing some of my hey math guys. calculations hey on the back of an envelope with a, hey with a pencil. Right, yeah. Right. You know. I mean, and the envelope happened to be the foreclosure notice on our San Francisco offices, but that's not. So you have no frame of reference here, Donnie. You know, after I was done doing calculations on the back of that envelope, like I asked like this homeless guy in the street, you know, if he wanted UCLA in the Big Ten and he said no. And so I haven't talked to anybody who wants UCLA in the Big Ten. Nobody's in favor of it. Me? Well, unless you actually go to UCLA, I don't know. I don't know, Kleovcock, if you go to UCLA and I don't know, you actually talk to people. Because apparently 93% of UCLA student-athletes think it's important to be in the same conference with USC, who, by the way, Kleovcock, I would remind you, USC is actually, you know, going to the Big Ten. Um, but only 24% of them believe it's important to be in the same conference as UC Berkeley. Well, hot damn. You mean that, wait, and I don't know how to break this to you, Cal is irrelevant? Oh, my God. This man was a bona fide scrub. I, what? Ca what? Cal is irrelevant? Who knew? No. Who the hell knew? No. Yeah, as it turns out, uh, UCLA actually wants to leave your broke ass behind. Yeah. Because 93% of UCLA students said they think it's important to be in the same conference with UCLA. Yeah. A, if only Utah and BYU fans felt the same. B, you're a liar, George Klyovkov. In my opinion, you are a bald-faced liar. Yeah. You haven't talked to the people that matter. You didn't do back-of-the-envelope you know, calculations. Yeah. Because you wouldn't even quote the numbers that you calculated when you were asked point-blank by the media. Said, hey, go ask them. Well, why? You're the one that did the calculations. Oh, because you don't want the follow-up question of, well, what is that actually calculated on? Because like, you, for instance, you didn't do the work. You're desperate to save your conference, and you know, without Los Angeles and the Southern California market, yeah, you're still broke. Yeah, and nobody's paying you forty million dollars. And I love these idiots around the Pac-12. They're like, "Wow, we're going to get fifty million dollars." You know, like I listened to the Kinzano podcast, and you know, when he was filleting, you know, George Klyovkok, uh, you know, it was amazing that George said he did these calculations, and we're getting fifty million dollars a year. It's not happening. Yeah. It's not happening. And if you don't have Southern California, why do you, does anybody want to take a wild guess at why the UC Board of Regents again decided to take no action until December on the UCLA move to the Big Ten? Anybody want to take a guess? You don't have to guess. I can tell you because they're waiting to see what the TV deal turns out to be. Um, they're waiting to see. Well, hey, are we getting... Well, George said we're getting $850 million per school per year. Yeah. And that we're going to devastate the Big 12 because we're a better conference. Because remember, just ask crazy old tall guy Bill Walton. We're the conference of champions. Congratulations, it. but that's bullshit. I mean, and it's true that movie stars pay the rowing team to get their kids into USC... But we're still the conference of champions. <laughs> this conference is a joke. George yeah. Klyovkov's an embarrassment. Yep. And the simple fact is, I don't believe that they're going to stop 
UCLA from leaving. Because the other thing that was very apparent is the financial implications on Cal are not nearly as significant as people said they were. But what happens when the TV deal for the big, uh, or excuse me, for the Pac-12 comes in and it's $20 million a year from ESPN per school. You're screwed is what happens. So what is Georgie Poo trying to do? Well, we're going to keep UCLA in the conference and that'll save our TV deal. They're in at the lesson from George Klyovkok. Right. Well, the problem is the UC Board of Regents kicked the can down the line. So what did that do? That didn't give ESPN any further view into whether UCLA was actually going to be in the Pac-12. What constitutes a promise? Apparently some chicken scratch on the back of an envelope. Apparently. The Pac-12 is an embarrassment. Yeah. It's a joke. Yep. You went from the frying pan into the fire, from Larry Scott to George Klyovkok. You went from the frying pan with Larry Scott into the fire with George Klyovkok. You're screwed. You're screwed. And the guy is just... It just is what it is. And the Big 12 is going to wind up with Gonzaga. If they get Gonzaga in the Big 12 for basketball only, then what are you going to do? If they get Gonzaga, Gonzaga, what do you do? Because <laughs> aren't we in an arms race between the Big 12 and the Pac-12? Gonzaga. You know. Kurt Meyer says, Jake is SS with that BYU chick named Morgan. <laughs> well, it turns out Morgan has a boyfriend. She showed up to the game with him last night. Yeah, and, you know, I, she's, I know she's not Christian, but she is of the LDS faith. So That's right. Uh, it's not going to be a fit for me. And uh, not that I'm even looking. The Church of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Of Latter-day Saints. Yeah. There you go. Kanai Johnson said, you made us look uh, up the S word, Tanner. You created this. Sin. Yeah, you did. Yeah, thank you, thank you, you someone did. for backing me up on this. Like, you know, it's true. Uh, George Klyov Cleavage Cough. <laughs> San Diego State says, and Cleavage Cough works too, Monty, since he operates in the space between. Well, you get the rest. Yeah, I do. Yes, yes, yes. That's exactly right. I don't know, man. I think this conference is in serious trouble. It's a dumpster fire, dude. You're not running like. I feel like they're more interested in running the PR circle than they are actually running the financials of the conference. And and listen, again, I, I want to make this clear. We have put in an exorbitant amount of work trying to get information on this deal. And from what we've been told, ESPN is the only one bidding for their tier one rights. With all due respect. We were told six, eight, ten weeks ago that Fox is out on tier one Pac-12. So there, there's no competition. Do you understand there's no competition for ESPN? And here's the bigger problem. And nobody else wants to talk about this. Uh, ESPN and Fox are partners, and they're doing these deals together for the benefit of both. Mm. You Do you really think that the structure of that Big 12 deal does not scream? And I'm not saying they're colluding, but does that not scream that they're colluding? Yeah, colluding might be strong, but what they're doing is they're sharing information and trying to set up the landscape, which is essentially colluding. Jake? Yeah. I need a lint roller for this hair on my face. The point is... Can can I just smack you or... I will kick your ass. What? (laughs) What? Um, Could I beat you in a fight, do you think? I think I would just sit on you and you would die. The point is, ESPN and Fox are operators they're masterful at what they do and when you look at the way that that big 12 deal is is put together i mean there's no way to say that that 
They didn't work this out together. Fox wanted nothing to do with tier one Big 12 football. Yeah. They're in, they're next deep on football. Yeah. They wanted Big 12 basketball and they got a good chunk of it. Well, and I think it's smart. Like, I think if you're Fox and you understand, hey, we've got a lot of football, like, it'd be good to mix it up with basketball. Like, that's really smart. And by the way, not even talking about all the professional sports they already have on the network. Yes. And, oh, by the way, tier three lights rights are gone now. Those all belong to ESPN. Yep. So there, there is no win for, for and every I love everybody who's like, well, well, yeah, Big 12 panicked. I listened to the Kinsano Wilner podcast, and they both said the Big 12 panicked and went out to market early. So that they, they, Pull up some Yormark right now. Pull up the Yormark video. They went to market early because they could. Yeah, and I think it was, it was a choice, dude. I think it was exactly the right thing, the right thing to do. And when we talk about this deal, and we talk about, you know, that the UC regents will meet again on the 14th and that they made no decision and took no action. It's remarkable to me. And then you listen to this exchange with Kleovcock and you just shake your head. How many UCLA coaches and athletes have you spoken with to assess their thoughts on the move to the Big Ten? Uh I think saying hundreds would be an exaggeration, dozens, more than 100. Um, and I have yet to talk to anyone at, in the UCLA and USC community who's in favor of the move. I will say that I probably hear from folks who are not in favor, right? Not surprisingly. Right. I got to drink something because yeah, this can, guy is killing me. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You know, when people who actually go out and do the work that you said you would do, wait, nobody wants it. Nobody wants it. Nobody wants it. 93% of UCLA student athletes want to be in the same conference. That's the Big Ten. Nobody wants it, Georgie Poo. Are you serious, Klyovkok? Nobody wants it. And then the worst part of this is you're going up against a guy like Yormark from the Big 12 who's just silky smooth. How do you look at streaming as part of the television packages you're creating? I think streaming is critically important. It's a way to reach younger consumers. Um, uh, but I think right now my goal is to be on the broadest base platform possible because we need to grow some of our emerging brands. We, we need to distribute the Big 12 uh, as broadly as possible. Uh, but there's a place for that digital player and you know currently with ESPN we have Big 12 now on ESPN plus and as we continue the conversations with ESPN I know there's a commitment um, to glamorizing us and showcasing us in the biggest way possible on their digital platform and you'll see that in advance of any kind of extension because uh, we've got two more years after this one on our current deal so digital plays a key component and it's part of the mix I like what do you do like, yeah, what else are we supposed to well, 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 This isn't even a conversation, bro. Like, if you're George Klyovkok or any of the presidents Dude. in the Pac-12 and you watch your mark speak, don't you just, aren't you like, damn it, we did it again. Like, come on, like, dude. You're getting circles run around you by the Big 12 and everybody's like, no, no, bro, $50 million per school per year. You guys Final. are idiots. You're fat. You're dumb. You know, you're, you're those YouTube hacks. You don't have sources. What are you talking about, chubs? What I'm talking about, it's Friday and I haven't had Fire a lot of sleep. and fury. What I'm talking about is that the Pac-12 is an absolute disaster. It's embarrassing, dude. And, and this whole thing, Klyovkok is never going to get away from the fact that he said that. You're never getting away from that, dude. You're never, ever getting away from that.
Yeah. Now, having said that, I don't know who's in a worse spot, George Klyovkov or or Tanner the Super Soaker. That's right, T. Because Tanner is still trying to get away from that name. Look at the tape, Salty Drunk. Alex Chacon was the one who brought it up. Tanner, it doesn't matter. You brought up the episode of whatever show it is where they talked about soaking. Guys, 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 guys. Guys, guys, have you seen that show? <laughs> where they sit around, they park the garage, the car in the garage. Daddy? And then somebody jumps on the bumper, and they're just rocking the boat, bro. <laughs> and how many times do I have to say it? If the bumper's rocking... Don't come a knocking. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Tanner, you're 100% at fault for the super soaker thing. And it's not even a fault thing. It's an no. amazing thing on the no, show. They, I, I'm sorry. Okay. Tanner, you deserve 100% of the credit for the super yes, soaker thing. Yes, dude. It's Because it's amazing. Dude, it's funny. And he hates it. And he hates it. Why do you... Can I just... And I'm being serious here. I'm not even trying to ball break. Why do you hate it? Like, what is it about the super soaker thing that's so terrible? Yeah. Because it is funny as hell. Mike Maple says the Board of Regents kicked it to next month because they have to do math on napkins if they say no and UCLA sues them to leave. Because that's the other problem here. And Maples, as usual, nails. Yeah, great point. This is going to court one way or the other. And then what does George Klyovkov look like? On a witness stand when somebody says, hey, bro, you got that envelope? No. Do you remember the numbers? No. Um, Where'd you get the numbers? Um, I don't recall. Um, like, how are you going to answer the question of you won't talk to the media? So you're telling me you won't give the numbers that are so damning and so damaging to UCLA. You won't give those numbers publicly. And then when UCLA shows up with, you know, actual accountants that like do math for a living, you won't give the numbers and they make you look stupid yesterday when they have all of these facts to back it up. And again, the baseline statement you made is, well, you know, I talk to people and nobody wants them to go. I people haven't- misinterpreting what I'm saying. You know, I haven't heard from one Eucla fan that wants them to go. Not one. They all tell me, they all tell me, you're the best president in the history of the United- Oh, wrong guy. Anyway, the point is- Wow. But how are? Wow. But isn't that where? Isn't that where we live? Yes. Listen, George Klyovkov, listen, listen to me. George Klyovkov went on with John Wilner and John Canzano on that fellatio fest right. of their podcast, right. and was allowed to run out with a hit piece where he said we did back of the envelope calculations that showed UCLA will be far more financially worse <laughs> if they if they go to the conference. Well, of course, then there's no follow-up question because why would Gonzano and Wilner actually, you know, be journalists and ask, hey, well, where did those calculations come from? Um, How much are we talking about? It, you know, are you confident in those numbers since you did it on the back of the eviction notice of the Pac-12 offices from downtown? How confident are you in those numbers? What, are, what constitute those numbers? Where did you get the information to back up your, your number two pencil BS? I have no idea what that was. So they wouldn't do that, but then the media at Pac-12 Basketball Media Day did that. How many UCLA coaches and athletes have you spoken with to assess their thoughts on the move to the Big Ten? Uh, I think saying hundreds would be an exaggeration. Dozens. more. So you talk to dozens, dozens upon dozens, because let's be honest. There aren't dozens of Pac-12 basketball fans. There's like six, 
right? Good, good. Bro, you talk to dozens? Yeah, there's no way. Guy, actual facts of the case are being presented now. And you talk to dozens, but yet 93... You didn't talk to a single athlete at UCLA. Because 93% of UCLA student-athletes think it's important to be in the same conference as USC. 24% believe it's important to be in the same conference as UC Berkeley. What are we doing? You know what we're doing? We're lying. That's what we're doing. Yep. Like, that's what it feels like to me. Yeah, my opinion is... something out. My opinion is that George Klyovkov is a liar. Yeah. That's just my opinion. I'm, I'm, I, I, I know it sounds tongue-in-cheek, but I'm legitimately saying they care more about the PR than the actual financial statement. Yes. Like, that's the truth. Uh, I don't even think that that's a reach. Like, that's that's the, the absolute truth. Like, and, and every time that more stats come out and more people debunk their dumb argument, like, like it just makes them look stupid. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, every time we have this conversation, you'll notice I bring it right back around, right back home. Utah, you better be getting that ass moving. Right, you better be you better be having a plan in place to get to the Big Twelve because if you don't, you're going to pay the price. And when Witt inevitably retires and you don't have a great defense to go to Oregon with, you're going to be bad and you're going to be really bad. And by the time you're that bad, you're not going to have leverage to get to the Big Twelve. So you need to go now. Well, and when we talk about stupidity, that would be like going to Home Depot to buy a smoker instead of going to Barbecue Pit Stop, who presents BYU. Utah and college football talk on the Monty Show. BBQPitstop.com, the best in the business. It is without doubt. By now, you know my mantra. Support small local business. Support entrepreneurs. Support the people who are like-minded with you. That's why we shop at Barbecue Pit Stop. Oh, yeah, they've got the best equipment. Traegers, I'm telling you, I'm an Ironwood 885 guy. I, it's just the best in the business. But Yoder... Big Green Egg, Camp Chef, you name it, they've got it. Tongs to play with your, your balls, you got it, right? Yeah. You need equipment, anything barbecue, smoker, pellet, pizza oven, you know, it's Barbecue Pit Stop, right? BBQPitStop.com. But it's the people. We are a week away from Thanksgiving. The I can't believe I'm about to say these words. Yeah. The holiday shopping season opens a week from today. A week from, do you guys understand a week from today is Black Friday? Bro. How crazy is that, right? Relax. There's no better place to get dad a gift than Barbecue Pit Stop, bbqpitstop.com. There's no better place than to get you a gift, bbqpitstop.com. There's no better place than to buy a Sato seasoning and mail it to the Maverick Center care of the Monty Show than barbecuepitstop.com. Yeah. I deserve gifts too. You know what I'm saying? But my point is, if you're going to smoke that turkey this, this Thanksgiving, I'm not even asking you to go there and just get on their website, bbqpitstop.com, and ask them, hey, what's the best seasoning? If everybody does this today, trust me, it'll be amazing. Monty asked me to, 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 or told me to come here and ask you, what's the best seasoning to smoke my turkey? Because they've got the answer. They've yep. got all the information. They're the best in the business at bbqpitstop.com. By the way, it doesn't cost you anything to ask. Nope. Don't be prideful, man. You're going to make them wings because I'm ready for wings. I think Saturday, because the Utah Grizzlies don't play Saturday, I think we're going we're gonna to toss some wings in the Asado Sea. Although that's probably the day you, you're, on, you're getting back to you know, hanging out with the girl you unbroke up with over text or FaceTime or whatever it was. So you probably don't have time to make wings. But I'm telling you right now, I'm making wings Saturday, tossed in Asado. I'm going to watch the Oregon-Utah game up at the crib on my 70-inch flat screen. 
and I'm going to make wings on the Traeger smoker because that's what pimps do. <coughs> pimps are going to pimp. We all know that. Barbecuepitstop.com. Logan, Layton, Salt Lake City, Lehigh, and our good friends in St. George. Five Utah locations. Tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. A couple more comments before we get to football at 50. Uh, look at uh, Zach Thornton. Honor the boys, Zach Thornton says. He gives us a $10 tip. Appreciate you, man. Uh, Steven Smith gives us a $10 tip and says, does this type of action by the Pac-12 key trying to keep UCLA, will it affect if they get a TV deal done or a streaming deal done? It absolutely will. And I think that's, in my opinion, that's why the Board of Regents, the UC Board of Regents, that's why, this is why, uh, fight on. Uh, that's why they did this because I think they want to know. But the UC Board of Regents, if we're being totally honest about it, right? The UC Board of Regents are out of touch. They're not athletic-minded people. They're politicians. They're administrators. What I think the missing conversation is having is, what's the domino effect here? Because you're the UC Board of Regents and you're out of touch, you think that by kicking the can down the road and waiting till December, that ESPN and the Pac-12 are going to come to a better TV deal. Well, they're not going to come to a better TV deal. And why would, why would ESPN do a TV deal without knowing if you, UCLA is going to be in the league? Well, you know why? Because they're not paying more. They're like, hey, let's do a TV deal now. Okay, well, then if, if you're George Klyovkok, aren't you like, I can't do a TV deal now because I need to know if UCLA's in the league because I'm going to try and step on your neck for more revenue. <coughs> Nobody won yesterday. Yeah. UCLA and their student athletes didn't win. Cal Berkeley didn't win. Klyovkok is never going to win. ESPN didn't win. Nobody won by them doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. Frankly, the guy that took some damage is George Klyovkok because this is a guy who now looks even like more of a buffoon than we told you he is because, in my opinion, he got exposed as a fraud and a liar yesterday. He did real. Again. Yeah. Because, you know, people actually went out and did the science and they did the data. Doesn't make and they you did feel the research. responsible. And 93% of UCLA student athletes want to be in the same conference with USC. Oh, but nobody wants to travel. Yeah, they do. Nobody wants to, like, go through those academics. Oh, my God. Look at these calculations. Oh, I mean, I didn't. Uh, uh, well, I did calculations on the back of an envelope, but you can't see it. Fucking A. Ha ha. Like, it, that's what we're doing here. We're children. Yeah. We're children. You know, like, hey, it smells like crap in here. Are you the one that, that pooped yourself? No. No. Like, yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. That's what we're doing. Did you do calculations? Yes. Where are they? I'm not sharing them with you. So no, you didn't. Like, that's what we're doing. Yeah. That's how stupid this is. Yeah. Nobody wins. Nobody wins. Okay, Tanner's taking it to the next level. He is. Scroll up a little bit. Oh, God. Right there. Tanner says, all right, it's time to end this super soaker nonsense. Mont, I'm sending you the tape that proves that Alex Chacon was the one who brought... Guy, it doesn't matter. Tanner, you, I don't even... Do you remember the name of the show? Oh, my God, Do you God, remember the name of the show dude. he brought... Tanner, the, the way that super soaker started, was it Tanner brought up, I think, a reality series or something yeah, or the scandal? I, I don't know the name of it. There was it's a like, scandal. Yeah. I can't remember the, that whole scandal thing where the lady and the kids and the yeah. your mom and her cousin, like, that's where Super Soaker started. Own that. You're the one who brought up the whole thing with that, that TV show that you mentioned. You just got to own it, bro. 
You just got to own it. One thing led to another. Greg Hawkins, you're a stud. BB says, little late on the comments, but seriously, we do need more invested jazz content. We wish you guys ran jazz media, not whoever is running it now. We're trying. Yeah, man. well, I mean, I, look, man, I, I, if you, if you want to support what we do, go and subscribe to the Utah Grizzlies. Yeah, if you want to support content. our content creation, go and subscribe to the Utah Grizzlies YouTube channel. Go and watch the games. Like, give us a thumbs up on all of those. Like, yeah. that really helps us grow. That's the biggest thing. You want to support our content? Go and support our sponsors. Go and support our partners. Go and support our good friends at Football at 50 presented by, hello, Papa Murphy's Pizza. I'm waiting for you. Oh, man, dude. Football 50 presented by Papa Murphy's Pizza. 10 of the hour every hour. We bring you the biggest stories in football. Use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase at $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Seriously, just download the app. Let's do this. All right. Uh, BYU, Utah Tech, Saturday, 1.30 ESPN 3. Um... Who's staying and who's going? Here are the 13 seniors at BYU that are out. Chris Brooks, done. Matt Criddle, Lorenzo Fautia, Caleb Hayes, Houston Haymuli, Chris Jackson, Lopini Katoa, Lane Lunt, D'Angelo Mandel, Pepe Tanavasa, Alden Tofa, Earl Tuiati Mariner, and Joe Tukawafu, all gone, yeah. out of eligibility. The 24 who can come back, the biggest names on that list are Clark Barrington, he gone. Braden Cosper, he'll be back. Blake Freeland, he gone. Jaron Hall, he gone. Britton Hogan, Harris Lachance told us Wednesday he's not coming back. Jackson McChesney, coming back. Puka Nakua, he gone. Gunnar Romney, he'll be back. And Mason Wake. I would think Mason Wake would come back. Yeah. Chaz Ayu should come back. Ammon Hanneman should come back. Malik Moore should come back. Jackson Kafusi, not an NFL player, come back. Hayden Livingston. Atunai Samahe. Mahe had to come back. He's had too many injuries. Jake yeah. Oldroyd. Got to come back. Jake DeMake needs to come back. Keenan Peely should go. Alema uh, Peely Mai. Don't know. Morgan Piper should come back. Gabe Summers, come back. Max Tooley, test the waters. George Udo. Peyton Wilger. Peyton Wilger's gone. His wife as much said so. But yeah. those are all the guys that are being honored tomorrow on Senior Day. Yeah, dude. Should Jaron Hall go to the NFL or should he come back? Should go to the NFL. 100%. I think Jaron Hall should go. 100%. Should go to the NFL, ride the wave, get drafted, and just be done with it. I think he will be one of the top five quarterbacks selected in the NFL draft if he goes to the NFL. Yeah. There, there's just no doubt about it. He should go. Um, you know, I, I think it's one of those things where guys like Puka Nakua, I love watching him with the Y on his hat. Yep. He should go to the NFL. Your 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 trade stock is never going to be higher if you're Puka Nakua. Like, why why come back and risk a significant injury when you've already had significant injuries? Yes. Puka should go to the NFL. Gunnar Romney should come back to school because you've been too hurt. You haven't played this year. Gunnar should come back. And it'll be interesting to watch because I think a lot of these guys will make bad decisions. Yep. Max Tooley is a stud, but he's been injured. I think he he should come back. I absolutely think that Max Tooley should come back and play another year after testing the waters. If you're a, 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 a first or second round pick, go to the NFL. If you're third through 69th round, you should come back. 
Because yeah. I think Max Tooley is first-round talent, but he's got to stay on the field. The hard part is you're going to lose a lot of games next year. Yes. You're gonna... And, unfortunately, you're going to a new conference. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, I, I... – that's a big deal. That's a big deal, in my opinion. Football 50, 10 of the hour, every hour, presented by our good friends – at the one and only Papa Murphy's Pizza. Papa Murphy's presents how to change the way you pizza. Step one, carefully knead dough. Step two, artfully spread sauce. Step three, add fresh mozzarella and assemble toppings. Step four, realize we already did all that for you. So all you have to do is bake it. For a limited time only, get the hog heaven pizza with Canadian bacon, ground sausage, and crispy bacon. Papa Murphy's. Change the way you pizza. Papa Murphy's Pizza. Use the promo code MONTY25 to order your Papa Murphy's Pizza and get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Tanner is losing his mind right now. Tanner, in the comments, what is the name of the show that you you, you asked us about? Yeah. Because that's the show uh, that started this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't for the life of me remember what it is. Um, I just, I, I've got to figure out. Yeah, what's the name of that show, man? Yeah, I, I don't know what the name of that show is, but we'll see. I, I don't, uh, Tanner, you, you, you can get all upset about this, but you, you, you have to admit, you have to own it. You're the one who started this whole thing. You are the one that started this. I don't remember the name of the show. But Tanner's like, if you guys are so sure I was the one who started the S crap, you were. And the exact way it started is you're like, hey, have you guys watched that show about this Mormon sex scandal and the mom and the... And I don't remember the name of the show. Yeah. But that's how it started. And by the way, I just have to keep asking the question and I'm not even trying to ball break here. It's a funny thing. I don't know it why. It's I don't such know why you're so thing. upset about it. Well, I don't think he's that upset about it. I think he wants to be right about it. I think he wants to. to he, want, he wants justice, is what he wants. I don't think he's that upset about it. If I'm yeah. being honest. But, but notice he won't bring up the name of the show. Tanner will not make a comment about the show that he brought up because he knows that's where it started. And and again, Tanner, you play a role on the show. I, I we have explained this a thousand times. Tanner is arguably the the most yeah. well-known listener on this show. Yes. More people ask me about the Super Soaker Tanner reference than anything else on this show. Yes. Tanner's won an Xbox on this show. Like, like, it, it, by the way, how is the Xbox? Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand why this is so upsetting to you. And I, I really hope it's not. You know, let's see. Uh, saved me on Papa Hog Heavens. Let, let's go. Exactly. Let's go. Right. Oh. oh, wow. The super soaker is in the comments, yo. Super soaker says at some Tanner, at some point you need to just embrace it. Holy crap. Someone made an account now. Oh my God. Like we've had Karen Montemayor. We've had, yeah, dude. we've had all kinds of names roll up on the show with like fresh accounts, dude. This is incredible. Tanner says, I'm not upset. I'm just showing you the fact that I didn't bring up the S crap Tanner. Then why won't you comment the name of the show? Okay, that you can, I, up? can I ask a question? And I'm seriously, Tanner, I'm genuinely asking. Why is it that 
Is is the concept of soaking or saying the word soaker offensive? Yeah, we're because talking about never... water guns. I don't understand what the issue is. Yeah, Super Soaker 135, you know, yeah. the gun. Like, you know, the water gun, right? That's what we're talking about? No, I'm just kidding. But you never actually say the word. So I'm just curious, is it is it offensive or like what's the deal here? I Why don't understand is it that it. you don't want to be associated with it or that you don't want to at least play into the joke? Yeah, I I I want I don't my, Tanner I'm not going See, to read another just Tanner. just wants justice. Tanner, I'm not going to read another one of your comments until you comment the name of the show <laughs> that you brought up. I'm not doing it. You're either going to you're either going to own this flock stock and barrel. You're either going to own it lock stock and barrel or I'm not going to read any more of your comments. You know, like and I don't mean our show. What is no, the name yeah. of the Mormon sex scandal show that you asked us if we had seen? That's the question that's being asked. You know, Greg's like, ha ha, soaker, 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 fun word to say. <laughs> <laughs> is that really where we are? Is that, is that really? Oh, the mayor of Monty Town is here. Okay. Jeremy Bolton says, nailed it. There you go. Kurt Meyer says, morning, mayor. Boyd Lake says, TikTok moms. Was that what it was? Was it a TikTok thing? Was this? No, it was. A, I thought it was a TV show. I, I, so, but again, here's my promise forever and ever going forward, Tanner, I'm not going to read another one of your comments on the show until you comment the name of, and I think it was a TV show. I could be right. Was it a Netflix thing? I don't remember. But if I remember right, it was a, an LDS family show where the mom wound up, didn't she like wind up having relations with her son's friends or something or something like that yeah I, I i'm trying to find it i i, I really yeah. do wish you would just comment where, where yeah, this i don't all know started, because dude. he won't because he knows that's the undoing of his well no alex chacon's one no it was you tanner it was you period uh snooka says his bishop bishop listens to the show exactly exactly uh you know it is what it is it is, it is what it is tanner we love you dude. giggity <laughs> giggity's comment right there <laughs> tanner it is the will of the people. That's exactly right. <laughs> it is the will of the people. Dude, it's funny, Tanner. I, 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 I hope you don't think that people like think poorly of you because we don't. It's funny as hell. Yep. Can I Johnson yeah, says embrace it, it. To me, it's like if you changed your 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 account picture to a water gun, that would be hilarious, dude. Teddy said, "I think it was TikTok moms." Yeah, that's what I kind. I'm doing. What some is digging TikTok? Here. Moms? I'm doing some digging here, and I think that's what it was. Now I have to look okay, it up. Okay, it comes up in Google search. When I just put in TikTok moms, TikTok moms Utah comes up. Oh, God. Yes, here it is. Here it is. Mom I got talk. It. I got it. Mom, mom talk. Mom, mom talk. talk. Let's go. Uh, there you go. That's right. Because we were, because originally the conversation started about, about, about soft swinging. There we Remember? go. And Tanner is now saying it. So I will read your comment. It wasn't a show. It was a real thing that happened. A Mormon mom on TikTok was soft swinging. Yes. If you look at the tape, Jake was the one who looked up the mom talk stuff. Yes. Right. But who brought it up, Tanner? Yeah, that's what you're missing here, dude. Stop fighting about it. Like, that's, that's what you're missing here. Like, I never would have looked it up if, like, 
You know what I mean? Tanner says kinky. Greg says kinky. Greg says kinky, rather, excuse me. Greg says kinky. Jeremy Bolton, the mayor of Montytown, says, I've amended the, the Montytown Constitution, and you are hereby known as <laughs> Councilman Soaker. <laughs> yes! Yes! A lifetime appointment! Super Soaker says it was the Draper moms that yes, were swinging. Yes, yes, The Draper moms. Yes. yes. Snooka says, soft swinging, I'm out of the loop. Yeah, Dude, that, first of bro. all, for, come on, man. Swinging. Dude, I'm telling you, Draper and Daybreak are freaky. The women of Draper. Yeah, dude, it's kind of crazy. You know. Yeah. That, that, and all of this because of this nonsense with the the, the housewives of yes. Salt Lake City. Yes, dude. You know, like, I just... Yes, 100%, man. Like, that's... Yes. I, yeah. I'm still trying to understand why, why this... Because I don't... I, I don't. I, I want Tanner to understand that, like, everyone respects him here. It's not like I, I we need to make that very clear. Like, I don't want him thinking that it's some Tanner. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, Tanner's not you know a whipping I mean? boy. Yeah, like it, Tanner, we're just having fun with you, bro. Yeah, you're Tanner. You're super important to the show. Yeah. It just it it just be what it be. Yes. Kanai says Tanner, you gave the the light for soaking and soft swinging. Yes, you did. Yeah, and and there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing. That's what I'm trying to understand. It's been Why is amazing it that you're upset about it, dude. It's funny as hell, dude. Like, come on. Draper moms, lol. Teddy Wayman says yeah, it's the like, truth, come man. Come on, bro. It's that there's some stuff that goes on behind closed doors in Draper that I want to know about. Yes, I want, dude. I want to know I about want it. My answers. I want it. All right, The Monty Show, presented by The Advocates, utahadvocates.com. You've been in a wreck, you need some help. If you're in the hospital, if you are injured, if you slipped and fell at the grocery store, if you got hurt at work, absolutely. The Advocates can help you with your workman's comp. Um, if, you're, if you or your family, and I know that there's a lot of people who are going through the battle for Social Security, if you're going through that, you've worked your lifetime for that. Your grandparents, your mom, your dad have worked a lifetime for that. They counted on that. You deserve that. Get an advocate to fight for you with Social Security. Yes, absolutely. The advocates can help you with that. UtahAdvocates.com. Yes. Uh, check them out online. Make sure you tell me you heard it about it on the Monty Show. Uh, speaking of soaking, Joshua the Bala says, did you see Royce O'Neal's tip-in triple-double? Yes. In yes. fact, we talked about it earlier on the show. Kevin Durant, Kadizzle. Kevin Durant. The not-so-slim Reaper who's been really good since Kyrie's been out. Yes. They're in Portland last night fighting for their Brooklyn Nets life. Yes. KD takes the game-winning shot and missed it. Yep. Well, that was until Royce O'Neal, buckets o tipping, <laughs> uh, ran to the rim, tipped it in. They win. Royce has an 11-11-11 triple-double last night, and the Brooklyn Nets win. Yeah. Funny what happens and, when your best player comes out and rips everybody. But funny what happens when... Royce O'Neal's put in a position to be used at his highest best value. Yeah. He's not counted on. And what do they what is the mantra with Royce O'Neal in Brooklyn? Shoot the damn ball. They have leaned on him and they have told him, when you're open, shoot the three. Yeah. And who knew it goes in? Yeah. Eleven, you know, eleven dimes, like eleven points. Like the That's guy the just the most impressive thing to me, the assist. Like eleven assists out of him is crazy. Yeah. I, I think it is. I think it is crazy. Yeah. Uh, Kanai Johnson says, Tanner, you are the super soaker of Monteville. Deal with it now. Yeah. Tanner says, once again, I'm not mad. I want justice. There is no justice to be had. You are, you are, you are fighting a straw man that doesn't exist. Thanks.
you know, you're fighting a straw man that doesn't exist. See, Teddy gets it. The drooling emoji after Draper Dude. moms. I believe Teddy's <laughs> Teddy Wayman. Are you? Yeah, I believe Teddy Wayman is single. Uh, Joshua uh, says buckets o tipping. Yeah, exactly that's, right. That's, a, that's what. That's some of your best material. You're welcome. Uh, Brandon Butler says apparently I need to move to Draper. Yes, Brandon, you do. Yeah, we all need the buckets o tipping. You know what you I mean? You ought to look. Well, you're not single anymore because you went back to the. Last one that you broke up with over FaceTime. Why are you hating? Uh, I'm a hater. I <coughs> uh, see. Tanner's the super soaker. I'm a hater. No. I own it. Though. Obviously. I own it. You though. do. You do. Yeah, I'm you all do. about that. You do. Uh, Archangel says, sounds like you're explaining the Wilson family. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> and we wonder why Lisa Wilson continues. I just, no, no, no. I just chatted her up the other day again. She's like, no, I won't come on your show. No, okay. no, no. You know, you know. You guys had the option to not look into the S stuff. You guys are adults. You can make your own oh, decision. Oh, please, dude. dude it's get not the a hell matter of, of it's not a matter. You don't like you don't understand. If you really think that you don't understand, dude, with all due respect, right? Like with all due respect, with all due respect, my guy, are we really Tanner? do we really have to have this discussion right now? Why won't why would I show the tape? Everybody knows what happened. You brought up TikTok moms. That led to soaking, and now you're the super soaker. Yeah, everyone knows like it's not some secret, dude. Everyone here is here every day. We even agreed not to you you were upset. We agreed not to play the drop in relation to you. Oh my god, just like that. Oh. <laughs> we agreed <laughs> not to play the dude. drop for it's you. It's so funny. Like we did we did, we do and it's not <laughs> And it's not good enough. Talking with Raphael podcast. On Super Soaker Radio. Maybe Raphael should be our, our World Cup insider. I actually think this is a really important comment. It is, actually. So have you guys been watching what what is going on in Qatar? Never mind the mass murder that's gone on building their arenas and stadiums. Yeah. Never mind that all it the Qatari government has made a wide range of promises that fly in the face of their faith. And today it's begun to come apart. And I think this is a this is a big one. Yeah. The Qatari government promised the World Cup organizing committee that they would allow beer sales but only in the stadiums when the games were being played. Could not sell beer outside. It's strictly forbidden. Yeah. Consumption is strictly forbidden in Qatar. This morning, the Qatari government announced that they are banning beer sales in the country in totality. Damn. They will not be allowed to sell beer at World Cup stadiums. Budweiser paid $75 million to be the official beer of the World Cup and sell beer at stadiums. And the Qataris have pulled out. So what about all those promises for same-sex couples in the LGBTQ community during the World Cup? Yeah. If you are a gay couple, can you really feel safe going to Qatar to watch the World Cup? No, you cannot. No, you cannot. And I don't understand, again, and we've talked about this for years now, why are you do like Abu Dhabi today? Yeah. Where is F1? Mm -hmm. F1's in Abu Dhabi. Why is F1 in Abu Dhabi? Why is the World Cup in Qatar? Mm -hmm. Why? 
there's just no reason for it. Yeah, and I, there's there's no reason, no justification, no like, like like you said earlier when we talked about this before. Like there are several other countries who want to host it. There like there are plenty of countries. I mean, it, it, you know, as some that are as easy as England. Obviously, we would love to host it in, the, in in our country. Like there are a lot of places where you can, you know, put this. But thing. I, I mean, the the absolute positive truth is that in the Muslim world. The soccer crowd does not have a home. Yeah. If we're being completely honest, and for those of you who don't know, Qatar is a is a is a Muslim country. So weed, beer, fighting, violence, yeah. All the things that we see at every single World Cup, sex is not gonna happen in Qatar. Yeah. And if it does, you're going to jail and you're probably going for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it to me, it's ridiculous that it's there. It is absolutely ridiculous that it's there. And it is, yes, salty drunk, the power of corruption. That's yeah, exactly that's 100% right. 100% what it is. And that's my problem. Like, I think that, you know, whether whether we're talking about just FIFA as an organizing body or whether we're talking about the World Cup as like this global event that brings the global community together, it deserves so much better. And, and, and I don't know, like... Obviously, who the hell knows just how deep the corruption goes and like oh who's leveraged God. and like you know what I mean? Like it's such Come a on. it's such a just a, a, a cesspool of corruption. The Olympics and like, dude, in the World Cup yeah. and come uh, they're all the same. And that's why I say, like, that's why, like, how is it that Sochi gets an Olympics? How is it that that these different countries who do horrible, heinous things across the world get things like the World Cup and the Olympics? Why is it not given to you know, Poland, let's say, just like a random, you know. I don't understand it. I just don't get it. I, I don't get it either. It, it is remarkable to me that that's what we're dealing with. And it's remarkable to me that Keaton Critchlow gets it so much. Draper and Daybreak Moms. Haha, you ain't lying, though. Hey. Bro, I, I <laughs> ain't lying, though. Brandon Butler says to quote The Rock, it just doesn't matter. Yeah. That's exactly right. I mean, I just, look. I, can I? Can yeah. I? Can I? I don't know. I think Kenai Johnson's one of those guys <laughs> who is an assassin secretly. Uh-huh. Because some of the heat Kenai brings to this He's show. He's an assassin. Tanner, that's like giving a kid a candy bar and telling him not to eat it. This soaking is all on you. <laughs> <laughs> well oh. done, sir. Well done. Tanner said, but I didn't bring up the soaking stuff. All I brought up was the mom talk right, stuff. Right, but this is like, okay, this is like, <laughs> this is like Rudy Gobert saying that, 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 hey, like, I, I, I'm the best ever, right? And, and I didn't start all the drama. In the me? locker room, me. I just touched all those microphones, but that didn't cause any consternation. Me? Get the hell out of here with that! Like, like, dude. If you like, I was what over you here. don't understand right now, Tanner. And this, this is more like life advice than just the soaking stuff. Oh wait, wait, wait. Let me single you, you up. Yeah, go, yeah, go, yeah go. please. Um, hey. Um, if you would just say, yeah, you know, I did bring up the the mom talk. I did bring up those badass draper moms. And that did lead to a Google search that then uncovered uh, soaking, and we went down a rabbit hole. 
So I am responsible for soaking, and I am the greatest of all time on this show. And you shouldn't be asking for justice. You should be asking for thank yous. For street cred, bro. <laughs> That's Are what you, you don't understand. Who, who else on the show has a, 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 a thing Right, because that's how I describe it—a thing that is as good as soaking. It's hilarious. You know, I, I think it's which amazing. is why I still maintain. Again, I could be completely wrong. Not trying to speak for you, Tanner. Right, but you haven't—you haven't set me straight. I think that you have an issue with soaking, or that there's something about soaking that bothers uh, you. Oh, don't, don't. That's what I think. Don't. Because if you did, if you didn't have an issue, I think you'd be all See, about this. What had happened one night? I was up at BYU Idaho <coughs> and you know Brittany Lynn walked in and Hey look at me. You know. <laughs> I mean <laughs> so Dallin, my roommate, when I told him, hey man, there's a there's a there's a Utah tie on the door, you know what that means is happening on the other kick it will flow. There's a Utah tie on the door, you don't come in, right? So you know Dallin stayed out. You know, Morgan came in. No. Breland came in. There you go. Arkadelphia came in and We're it getting was... somewhere. Tanner, Tanner, Tanner. See the things you make me do, Tanner? This is your fault. Uh, Pied Piper says, I hope this World Cup kills FIFA. Dude. I hope somebody kills FIFA because it needs to go away. FIFA is, it's so bad. Yeah. It's so hap. It, it is just. It is so bad. It's brutal. Brandon Butler says the reason is dollar dollar bills, y'all. Absolutely is, dude, right. But the funny Absolutely thing is, right. is like they like seventy five million is nothing to them. Yeah. Which is the insane part. Um. Let's see. Uh, Salty drunk says Kanai is my sniper. No, he's my sniper. He's not for hire. Uh, Brandon Butler says it's a gorgeous country, but it's like being in another world. And that's the sad part about the Middle East, because the Middle East is absolutely beautiful russia is absolutely beautiful but can you can you really go there is that no. something that you feel like hell no I, I i don't think you can hell no i don't think you can and i i just think it's one of those deals where you're gonna wind up no better off than britney griner is right now who is yeah. in a, a russian gulag fighting for her life yeah she is in a a heinous heinous russian prison yeah they don't think years. she will survive for nine years. So let me get this right. You're a minority, and you're a woman, and you're gay. Yeah. And you're in a Russian jail. Not good. I'm sorry. Let me get that right. Uh, a Russian prison. It's over. They call it a penal colony. Your life will never be the same. Yeah. Your life will never be the same. And, it, and you're risking that going to Qatar. You are. It, it's just what it is. Uh, talking with Raphael said all those promises that Qatar made to FIFA, it will cost each other money. I don't see how FIFA is profitable on this world cup. Cause if you're bud, aren't you, if you're bud, you're pulling out, aren't you? Like you're not going to pay. I don't know how much of that 75 million they paid probably all of it, but aren't you suing for breach of contract? hundred percent. How, how are you not? hundred percent. You know, I, I just, yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. Uh, Jake Dean says, uh, just got here. What did I miss? I love soaking. That's the best way to get hard spots off the dishes. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. 
Are we clear on that? I mean, you, know, you, know, like you if, put a little soap in there, a little hot water. You know, if you, if you're rolling if you're rolling through Draper hot mom territory in your mission shirt, and yeah. you happen to get a little on you, there's nothing better than soaking that shirt in a little hot water, some you know oxy. You're good to go. Yeah, that's fine. I, that's why I say I don't understand why the soaker label is so controversial. Yeah, I mean it is what it is. Mom talk podcast of record. Yes, this is. That's exactly right. It's exactly right. Uh, Salty Drunk said, and we sure would be praising him. Yes, we would. We would be thanking you every day, Tanner. Yes. We would just be in awe of your awesomeness. Uh, Fat Jesus says, Tanner, I believe that you did start it, and I still associate the comment with you. It's funny, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See, he has an issue with it. See what I mean? Perception is reality. No. Can I say, yes, sir, Salty Drunk? Uh, Right there. You're right, Jake. I do have issues with S-ing. No, I'm not going to guess what essing means. Okay, you know is what that slur- means. Is that slurping? No, no. Is that- He's being genuine. Wait, is that pooping? No, come on. He's being genuine. Oh, my bad. Uh, I've never done it, and I never will. I find it very disturbing. Which is why you don't want to be associated with it. So if you would have just said why that. Is it- okay, wait a minute. Here's. I probably should not go here. I'm, for the record, for the record, this is a mistake. You're a douche. <laughs> You ain't wrong. Why isn't it any more disturbing than any other act? Why? Any other thing that you like in the, the realm of procreatorial seed planting in the um, garden of life? Um, why is it any more disturbing than anything else? Because it violates the religion. That could be. That's that could why. be. You know, with uh, all due respect, salty drunk says I may soak myself in four X gold God tonight. Damn it, salty! I Come want on, my guy. beer. Come on, guy. For those of you who don't know, salty drunk, I believe, lives in Melbourne, Australia. I think that's correct. Yeah, and salty drunk lost many, many, many bets to this here show, this program, program. Thank you, Coach. Yeah, thank you to this program. <laughs> This is ridiculous. Oh, my God. He lost many bets on this program. Right. And the bet was a case of 4X Gold, which is my favorite beer on the planet. It's the first beer I ever had in my life. When we went to Australia to see our family in Queensland, yeah, they gave us, they plied us with 4X Gold. My God, it was good. And then we went to the 4X Gold brewery tour and had their summer ale. And I drank it by the gallon. And it was amazing. I just like it more. I don't like American beer. Yeah. I'm a Coors Light, but you know what? No, actually, my favorite beer in order is Modelo, Especial, and Coors Light. Yeah, maybe I need to get on the Modelo train. I'm telling you, you do. Yeah, I probably do. Uh, Snuka says, I'll be spending more time in Draper for no significant reason. <laughs> my God. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. See, hey guys. you did this. You, Snuka, you, Snuka is literally going to open up an Uber account and just set his radius to the, to the zip codes in Draper. No, what Snuka is going to do is go deliver like DoorDash only in Draper. <laughs> but what you're going to do now is you have set a bunch of young single Mustangs loose in Draper and Daybreak. <laughs> now, what, yeah, I, what I... One, marry one, kill one. Go. What I would say is happy hunting, friends, because the deer are populous. Right, you know, right. I mean... I wouldn't know because I'm married. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know, and you wouldn't know because you're essentially married too. Right. So um, you know. Please continue. 
Nothing to say about that. I will take super soaking to the bank. I would tell my friends I'm called the soaker on the Monty That's show. That's what I'm saying, dude. You are famous. Jeremy Bolton, you are also famous. Somebody asked me about you last night. Uh, soaking will live on forever as much as Jake disturbing the peace in Zion National Park. <laughs> I mean, listen, listen, bro. I, I mean, you ain't wrong. You ain't oh wrong. Oh, my God, just like that. Oh. Yeah. I'm, you ain't wrong. Not wrong. Mayor, you are not wrong. Uh, let's see. Skeet says, thanks for sharing. Tanner says, so I win an Xbox and I'm supposed to agree with everything they say right. No, that's not well, even No, you what agree with said. everything we say because we're never wrong. All I'm saying are is you that, kidding? All I'm saying is that the soaking thing, whether you like it or not, is going to live on forever now. It is one of those things on the show that has a personality of its own now. That's the problem for you. This isn't like... This isn't like a bad, you know, Cowboys retread. Dude, soaking is going to live on forever, bro. Yeah, how else do you get your stains off your shirt? Yeah. Riley O'Brien says, every day I'm reminded the Monty Show is an elite program. <laughs> and look, he spelled it P-R-O-G-R-U-M. Yeah, yeah. program. Exactly right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Force G says, Modelo Negra is delicious. Never had it. Do they make a dark beer? Ooh. I didn't even know that, dude. Uh, Fat Jesus says, let's play Would You Rather. Soaking? No. No. Got to no, move on. No. Uh, <laughs> dump button. Oh, wait. We don't want... Uh, Jake, the words took the words right out of my mouth. I try my best to be a good Latter-day Saint, even <coughs> if I don't... <clears throat> even if I don't agree with some things that they teach. And it's sad to see that S is a thing in the church. But here's my point. Wait, sin is it's sin's a thing, and that's okay. what you mean, sin, right? And I'm As, not asking you to 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 compromise on your religious morals for the Monty Show, even though you clearly should. But no. I'm not asking you to do that. All I'm saying is that is that the act of soaking. If you have a problem with the act of it, okay, fine. But let's not let's not compromise the fun we have on the show because of you know uh, whatever. Wow, <laughs> wow. Let's be honest Dude. though. Wow. <laughs> it happens. S happens. Let's be honest, though. Yeah. Again, I apologize ahead of time. Should not talk about this. Right. There's, there is no shame in being a sinner. I'm serious. We all get into this thing where it's like, oh, I am virtuous. I am God's favorite son. Uh, I want you to listen to me. No, you're not. Oh, <laughs> no, you're not. You know, I do my homework and I kiss my daughter goodnight and I work really hard. And so I happen to soak with some lady in Draper one day. Okay, that's a sin. If you truly believe in the Christian faith, what is the rule? Okay, well, you know, I whatever in Draper. I did whatever in Draper. Okay, God forgive me. All right, cool. Let's move on. <clears throat> Why do we have a, what, I, this whole thing? The guilt in the Mormon church has got to stop. Perfection yeah. in the Mormon church has got to stop. Why do I call myself a recovering Catholic? Because guilt and hypocrisy rule the land of the Catholic church. Yes. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> that was not planned. The first one, maybe. That one was not. My point is, you're, who bought this for me? I did. Jerk. Just like I bought the breakfast burritos that are going to be here in 10 minutes. Oh, are you serious? Yep. My guy. Serious? Serious? The point is, 
sin is not the end of your life. If you are a true Christian believer, this should not be a problem. This is called fun. This is called enjoyment. This is called, I'm not thinking about my mortgage or my debt. I'm thinking about soaking on TikTok. Yeah. That's what this show's about. Isn't the essence of Christianity like yes. forgiveness? Teddy Wayman says, open range and Draper. And my guy's a legit hunter. He's dragged Bro, dead Teddy, carcasses Teddy, out of the mountains. Teddy, what's the over under on how many, how much more you can pull because of the beard? See, now I have a vision of Teddy Wayman. You know, like in Draper, if you just look, you know the temple that's up on the hill yes, in Draper? Yes. If you go all the way to the top of that mountain, you're yes. going to find Teddy Wayman. He'll have like a quiver of of like bows and arrows and stuff, or, or arrows in the, the quiver. <laughs> right, so he's getting his Cupid on, okay. Or no, it would be. Anyway, my point is, so I envision Teddy Wayman standing at the top of that mountain with binoculars. That's right, T. Looking down upon his contingent. Oh, there she is on Tanner Plummer Drive. <laughs> she is that a Nissan? No, that is a Toyota Sienna minivan. Okay, you put the back seats down. Prime, prime venison, friends. Then he puts okay. down he puts down the binoculars and he pulls out that that he pulls out like the ice cube comb. And he just starts combing his beard. <laughs> he's like, get ready. <laughs> he's as he's combing his beard, he's thinking about. The moment that he drives down, this sounds creepy. The moment he drives down the street and a smile comes across his face. Lover boy. Oh, oh, Jenny. You and I are about to, anyway, I'll stop. Yeah. That's hunting in Draper, I have a feeling. Yes. Yes, 100%. Okay, that was a sin, if there ever was one. Uh, salty Drunk says, 4X mother's milk. Thank you. Thank you. What did Patrick say? Patrick said, uh, my wife just literally walked in and said, what are you listening to? And he said, I don't know. <laughs> Snooka says, slang my thang in Draper, man. <laughs> Eric C says, soaking is up there with the myth of Grocock. Yes, yes it, it is. is. I'm See, that's what I mean. It's a bigger picture thing. It's not. It, it is. It no longer. It is. It can't be shut down anymore. That's the problem, dude. Greg Hawkins says the best part of that of this is that if Tanner just owned it, it would be over already because he keeps protesting. There will be like thirty minutes dedicated. <laughs> <laughs> Lopes Van Gabe says if Tanner is disturbed by soaking, probably shouldn't tell him about two moms in a bucket. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Oh, dude. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Uh, Frank Curcio says, don't know what they're talking about, but wanted to say hi to the Monty Show. Best YouTube shop show out there. Thank you, Frank. Dude. You don't want to know. You don't oh, want to know. Dude. Tanner says, answer me this. Why won't you show the tape? Because, because we dude, don't need I, to. <laughs> this we is don't like need to. Go back, listen. If, what did he say? Monty Show 1981. He said, I think he said, he kept saying, okay. I don't know, dude. Go back and watch all the Monty Shows and try to find it. That would be great for our show. You know what I'm saying? And then Forrest G's like, S S O A K. 
<laughs> Jake Dane says, okay, but can we completely uh, be completely honest and say that soaking is not, and I repeat, not a way to avoid losing your virginity? BYU students are crazy. It is not. No, it's not. Okay. It's a way to make Bro, babies. We're Let's not be literally. Okay. The, we're not having a true discussion about the technique of soaking. Okay. <laughs> it, it is literally just a, a joke about the show. Teddy Wayman's Adventures in Hunting, presented by Cabela's. Get your orange vest. <laughs> Kurt Meyer says it's time for Hunting on the Nines with Teddy Wayman. Yeah. Greg Hawkins says, agree, Monty. Lots of guilt tripping and 100%, Mormonism. 100%, 100%, and it pisses dude. me off yeah, because... It's ridiculous. You know, I, I want you to believe in what you believe in. The universe, Jesus, Allah, whatever it is you choose. But just understand and embrace what it is, right? Understand and embrace embrace what it is. There's, come on. Um, Debbie does Draper. Michael Harris says, "Wow, wow." wow. Uh, Force G says, "Modelo Negra and Papa Murphy's perfect combo." You can that must be a dark blend that Modelo does. You can get Modelo Negra at the liquor stores in Utah. Can you really? What is that? I've never heard of that. I might have to I might have to take you up on that. Salty Drunk says finally the penny is dropped, Tanner. It is. It a hundred percent is. It is a dark blend lager from Modelo. Wow. I was unaware of that. We may have to call our Damn. guy Helmet and get the hookup. Yeah. Uh, Skeet says at the heart of Christianity is the eternal secret that life with Carl could be hell. Well, Okay. I mean, you know, I don't want to know. No, I'm good. Uh Tanner Plummer uh Doctor, LOL, nice month. Well, you know. Uh, San Diego State says a super soaker thing was will be referenced 10 years from now. That's Wall of saying, Fame. Dude. That's what I'm saying. That's You're going to live saying, forever. Bro. Like, I, I, I understand that it's it, for, for your beliefs or your faith, it's uncomfortable. I get it. I respect it. But you can't <laughs> then also say that it's not Hall of Fame worthy. But it's Grocock. Why do we still talk about a kid named Corey Grocock who doesn't wear a shirt, has an incredible mullet, and scams you all out of an Xbox? Yeah. You let, Let's be honest about it. Stop hiding. I have no idea what that was. Something just fell down. What is it? The, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it after the show. What is it? The, uh, the, one of the cases. Good Lord, bro. Anyway. Um, you all got scammed by Corey Grocock. Salty Drunk is right. You should go check on that. Salty Drunk is right. You all got scammed by Corey Grocock. He came in here when we were giving away an Xbox. And he was like, hey, dude, if I get 10 of you to say I should win it, I think it was 50. Like, hey, if I get 50 of you to say it, and yeah, he got 50 of you to say it. And you got scammed out of it. Oh, God, did we break something, Jake? There was just a huge crash in our office. We have a studio and there's an office that we have right next door to it. There was a huge crash. Did we break something? No. No? Okay. How much money did that just cost us? It could have been a couple thousand, but no, <gasps> it's, it's fine. Nothing broke. Oh, okay. We're fine. <laughs> Don't tell me that is what I think it is. Uh, oh, 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 01 Cat says, you guys are hilarious. What a way to start my morning on the West Coast. Appreciate you. Uh, Patrick Mann says, it's the kind of like the time my wife heard me listening to women's tennis grunt. Yeah. <laughs> Serena's your favorite player. Uh, I did find the tape. Okay, guy, I'm not going to play the tape because it, it, I think you said 817. There it is right there. 
Listen, you guys, it's on the channel. Go back and watch episode eight. Yeah, we're not going to play it. You're going to need to go and watch it. Bro. Go watch it. Yeah. I'm not playing it. Uh, little Jizzy says, if somebody else is jumping on the bed while you're soaking, that's not you committing the, the friction, which makes this not a sin. I agree. Note the account saying that is Little Jizzy. I agree. It's not. <laughs> what? I didn't. Who? That's just. No. So you get to the gate, right? Yeah. You get to the gate and you're like, oh, hey, it's Paul. Hey, Paulie. Good to you. I'm Tanner. You remember? I mean, you, you know. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Tanner, he's, it, what, there's a guy going to say to you, hey, oh, bro, you're the super soaker from the Monty show. Yeah. You're going to need to take the elevator to the bottom floor. I don't think that's happening, dude. Right? Like, I just, I don't know. I think we all have this. In, like, what do you think happens? Do you think you, like, get to the gates of heaven and there's some dude there and he's like, uh, first name, uh, Tanner. Last name, Plumber. Okay, P. Hmm. Me? Tanner Plummer. He told that guy to F himself. Okay. You remember that one? Oh, okay. Uh, you thought dirty thoughts about your science teacher. You remember that one? Like, it doesn't work that way. It does not work that way. Yeah. Nobody's keeping a list, man. A ledger. Stop. So people are crazy. Uh, Jaron Eccles, what's up, my guy? He said, I showed my dad the whole segment with Tyson on the show yesterday and had to explain with you guys say program instead of program. It's now 10 <laughs> times funnier. Uh, this is a uh, program. This is a PG-13 program. Pro no, it's not. This is not. A no, this is no, like this an 18X program. You know. Uh, Jaron, good to see you, my guy. J how do you know, Jaron? How do you know Tyson? Yeah, what's the deal there? So Tyson Whiting was on the show yesterday. For those of you who don't know, he came up, decided to hang out with us. The greatness of YouTube. Go watch it. And I read a comment from Jaron, and he's like, oh, Jaron Eccles, I almost got them killed in my car one day. <laughs> And it goes on to tell the story about how he ran a red light. And, he was, and Tyson's like, ooh, I ran the red light. And he just simply said, made it. <laughs> like, what? How do you? That's crazy. Okay, I think our food is here. Is it? Go get it. Yeah, right, I'll uh, be right back. Teddy said, I didn't get scammed. I voted against giving Grocock the Xbox. I wanted it. Should we give away another Xbox on the show? We could probably do that. Tanner says, I'm not guilty. The tape show, I didn't bring it up. So wait, let me get this right. It's a sin to bring up the S word. So you don't think, if that's true, let's assume, let's all assume, right? Let's all assume if you bring up the S word, you're going to hell, which I don't believe is real. You're, go you're going to hell. So let me get this right. You bring up the S word, but you think bringing up TikTok moms or watching TikTok moms isn't the same thing. So... What happened to the whole thing where, you know, good old JC, Jesus Christ, said sin is sin? You're a murderer? Oh, you scoped out your best friend's wife? Okay, well, that sin, I mean, you know, it was lonely for 15 minutes. Guy, are you serious? It's all the same thing. What are we, hello? Greg Hawkins says you got to learn how to let things go. Yeah, it's just fun. Oh, Jake has burritos in his hand. Is this is this Betos? Yeah. Yes, Jake got us Betos. I love it. Uh, I'm I'm keeping a list. Grocock one, Tanner two, exactly. Uh, Jaron Eccles says my dad and I worked with Tyson at Winder Farms. Oh, the the dairy. You worked at Winder Farms. Okay. Um, the best milk ever, uh, milk to ever exist. Did Tyson work? Tyson clearly worked at Winder yeah. Farms. I didn't know that. My dad also. Um, my dad has known Tyson for years. He's a great guy. Yeah, Tyson is a good dude. 100%. I agree. Uh, next shirt, I listened to the program. Exactly yeah. right. Yes. We're going to do new merch like yes, it's coming. in days. In days. 
Um, Greg Hawkins says, if you soak the... No. Wow. <laughs> Can I read that? Yeah. It's on the screen. I'm just going to... Yeah, it's fine. If you soak the tip, you must quit. Damn. <laughs> what happened to this show? What happened to this show? No, they do not, Forrest. Barstool Sports has a segment on the soaking phenomenon. It's a big deal on TikTok, apparently. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. On TikTok, not, it's a big no, deal. No, I'm not getting back into this. This is nah, not a, yeah, No, nah. stop it. Stop it. Yeah, no, we're not doing it. Yeah. Stop yeah. it. What did Tanner say? That's a fair point, Mont. I shouldn't have brought up the mom talk stuff in the first place. Hey, you sinner! Hey! Uh, it's called being human. Yeah, We're dude, men. There's nothing. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're not dude, a terrible person. You're a great dude. Yeah, man. You're a great human being. It's funny. Like, embrace it. Have fun with it. I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't. I don't know. Man. Man. And maybe we're just different on it, you know. And that's cool. That's not a problem. That's the essence of our show. But like, it is. I just feel like it's it it it, it is funny, man. I agree. The essence of this show is tridaytrading.com slash Monty. Um, because listen, guys, we talk about this in all seriousness. Yesterday, we had a great conversation about this. And I, you know, when you go and watch the webinar, as so many people did yesterday, I'm telling you, it will change your life. Um, if you're on your side hustle grind, if you are driving to work, hating your boss right now, if you're listening to this at work, sinning against your boss right now, <laughs> trydaytrading.com slash Monty. If you're not going to make, and then, because we only have... If you count today, we have four working days before Thanksgiving. How is that possible? Yeah, I don't know, man. Are you going to make $4,000 in the next four working days? Oh, you're not? Go to trydaytrading.com slash Monty. Day trading is absolutely prolific, and it is a way for you to make really good money and, and sustain you and your family and the lifestyle you guys have always wanted. And there's no reason that whether you live in Draper or Daybreak that you can't be a prolific day trader. Trydaytrading.com slash Monty. Please make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Trydaytrading.com slash Monty. couple more before we get to locks. Jeremy says, all right, casuals, have a great weekend. I'm heading to Phoenix for Spartan races. Oh, go get them, Jeremy. Attaboy. Good for you. Keep soaking, him, everyone. Caruso still sucks. No, I thought he soaked. He doesn't suck, does he really? That would be disappointing. Uh, the Monty Show, Utah Sports and Sex Ed. Sex Education with Uncle Monty. Uh, Tanner, you just got a Elsa this, uh, Elsa this subject. I don't know what that I means. I don't know that reference. Uh, Tanner says, I'll let it go. I don't like it, but if everyone thinks it's funny, it is what it is. Tanner, you're, you're a good dude. Sometimes I feel like Tanner is that self-deprecating guy who doesn't love himself. And... It's funny, Jake and I just talked about this last week. Uh, you know, like it, it is what it is, man. You, you are, yeah, you know. Um, Tanner wants a discussion about the technique. I say we get graphic. I say we don't. Tom, please. Skeet says, Lord have mercy on your soul, but I can't take my dad, I can't take my dad McDonald's. Bro. I don't know what that means. You got to work on that. All right, let's do it. Let's get to locks right <laughs> now. On the Monty Show, um, where do we start? We, obviously, we're going to start with BYU and Utah Tech. Uh, I have not seen that there is a line. Yeah. Uh, have Is there a line on the BYU-Utah Tech? Check again, dude. Last night, there was still not a line posted on that game. Um, and I still don't see that there's a line at Caesars. So... I think that there's very little chance that BYU loses this game, and I think it's probably 50 to 10. 
50 to 10 is the number that I come up with. Trying, I'm trying to see if there's a line. Um, I think, and I think the bigger discussion about BYU is should Jaron Hall go to the NFL? And I'm telling you he should. Because I think there's no chance they're losing this game tomorrow. I think Jaron Hall should be the guy you're focused on because I think he's going to the NFL. You better enjoy the next two weeks because I think there's a real chance yeah. um, that Jaron Hall is gone. I yeah, mean, that, no that, that game yeah. at the farm against Stanford could very well be his last game as a BYU Cougar because yep. I don't know if you're Jaron Hall. Are you going to play in the nothing worth it bowl? No. No, you're probably not. So I'll be curious to see how that goes. I'm going to take BYU 50 to 10. Yeah, I, th- I think it's it's somewhere in that area. I you know I, it's it's this game is not about winning or losing. It's much more about the people you know and and them having a great game. And I think that, you know, I would love to see Jaron and the boys ball out. I would love nothing more than that. You know, like just to to light it up. So yeah, I, I'll go with you. I could see a fifty spot in this game. Um, I move quickly on to be from BYU to Utah, the Utah Utes. Yeah. Uh, the Utes, obviously, as you are aware, are flying to Eugene this afternoon to take on the Oregon Ducks. I don't know why I'm saying it like that. Uh, Oregon is a two-point home dog at Autzen Stadium. Uh, yeah. I said the, the Ducks are a two-point dog Yeah. at Autzen Stadium, the number 60 and a half. Uh-huh. 37-17 if Bo Nix does not play. Mm. 37 17 and Dan Lanning said yesterday he didn't want to specify the injury we'll just say it wasn't his pinky that's not what it is and I think that when you look at the injury to Bo Nix I don't think there's any doubt that this is a uh, an upper leg knee injury on a designed run he took a helmet right to the thigh knee area and you could see that he could not walk and it was very painful. I don't see any way he's effective. I think I would be stunned. I'm probably if he if Bo Nix plays, I'm 85 15 that, that Utah wins the game. If he plays. If he plays. And okay. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, Bo Nix playing obviously is is a huge factor, but I think that that you you look at this game and, and it just feels like Utah's defense has to ball out. Like I, I and I know that that's like the theme every single week, but to me, this this is one of those defining games. And you talk about like senior days and people leaving the program and or I'm sorry, the program and program, you know, please. like it, just that whole vibe of college sports. Like this is a huge game, man. And and I think that Cam Rising, I would hope balls out in this game. This is perfectly teed up for him to have a huge night um, against Oregon. And kind of launch himself into the national spotlight again. So, as far as the score is concerned, I do like Utah to score 35 points in this game. I think that, you know, that's where they've kind of been all year. And and that, to me, is what makes sense. As far as Oregon is concerned, I think they're at least 20 points. I don't see any way you're keeping them under 20 at home. I right? would agree with that. I think it's one of those things where... And this is just, again, these, this is absolutely opinion-based. I'm telling you that the selection of this game is different if... If Bo Nix plays, I think this is very much 35, probably 27, 28. I think he's easily worth 14 points on his own. Yeah. Um, But I think that Oregon, if he does not play, scores a late field goal touchdown. I could see it being 35-14, 35-17 Utah. Because I think this Ute defense is ready to rock and roll. I am head over heels in love with Lander Barton. Um, I think that kid is a baller to the highest extent. I think guys like Cole Bishop, Clark Phillips, this is by far the best secondary pass defense in the Pac-12. 
Uh, the Utes roll out. And, and listen, Sewell and that Oregon defense are very good as well. They're not Utah good. Yeah. U- UCLA is not Utah good defensively. This is the best defense in the conference. This is the best passing defense in the conference. Their Achilles heel has been running. And if Bo Nix doesn't play, I do not see how, how Oregon can win this game. I just don't think it's possible. Yeah. And I think when you, you know, when you really get down to the nitty gritty, if Bo Nix plays, he's probably going to throw for 350 yards because he's not going to be able to run. That, that hit he took, and it's on my Twitter feed. Kenzano had the video of it. It's on my Twitter feed. It, it's a nasty hit. Yeah. It is a nasty hit. You know, uh, Greg Hawkins says, tell him how many TDs Bo's going to throw. Well, you know, the funny thing is, is that I think if you're asking Bo Nix to, to win you a game with your arm, you're going to lose. Yeah. Especially against his secondary. You're going to lose. I mean, he is, if he plays, he's a hit away from a catastrophic injury. And again, if we're talking about Cam Rising going, we're talking about Jaron Hall going, what is Bo Nix Bo right Nix now? is definitely going. Because isn't Bo Nix, he, he's probably a higher prospect than a Jalen Hurts was when he came out of Oklahoma, right? So I, I, look, I look at that situation, and I actually think the Jalen Hurts-Bo Nix comparisons are very close. Yeah. Because remember, Jalen was at Bama, and then he wasn't. And then Jalen was at Oklahoma, and then he came to the league, and he winds up in Philly, and he's having a fight for credibility, and now he's established. But look at Bo Nix. He was a disaster by Auburn standards. Yeah. He comes to Oregon. He can't throw the football on the road in the clutch still, but boy, is he running people over. A- ask our good friends in Provo how that went because he's a stud running the football. Well, unless he took a, a helmet to the thigh and knee area, and then it's, he's not such a stud. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, let's see. Little Jizzy says, no chance Utah wins. Hope I'm wrong, but Oregon is really good. Not without Bo Nix. Yeah, you need Bo Nix. Bo Nix gives them a chance. <clears throat> without Bo Nix, nah. Pied Piper says 31-27 Oregon. Wow. Duck season says this will be too easy. Bo Nix will play and throw for 400 yards and five touchdowns. No way the poverty university stops us. Well, <laughs> the only problem is that's the best secondary, I think, in the country. So, again, explain to me how you think Bo Nix – who doesn't beat anybody of note with his arm. Bo Nix is, is crushing folks with his legs and using that to beat you with his arm. Yeah. So I don't think there's any doubt if Bo Nix plays and everybody and their brother has said he's not, but if Bo Nix plays, you really think. And I understand that I don't have a lot of sleep last night. I get it. You really think Bo Nix is in the pocket throwing the football for 400 yards and five touchdowns? On that defense, good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Yep. Uh, Salty Drunk says that's called a corked thigh minor injury. Okay. You know. Uh, Duck Season says Bo Nix is throwing for 400 yards and five touchdowns. 41 to 20. Okay. You want to bet? I'll bet you the case of Forex Gold that uh, Salty Drunk owes me. Uh, You heard it from the Ducks first. Screenshot it. (laughs) I agree. Uh, Utah 30, Oregon 28, Tanner says. Respectable. Tom says, sorry, I was just reminiscing about stomping the life out of the Ducks two times in a row last year. Man, crushing their playoff dreams was sweet, but kicking them out of the Rose Bowl was sweeter. There you go. Duck season says easy win, 41 to 20. Okay. Duck season says when Anthony Brown is at quarterback, you better beat us twice. Too bad Bo Nix is... Going to throw for four, How, but duck season. I mean, in all seriousness, I think he's trolling. He is trolling. He is thirty-five twenty-one. Utah Utes take the dub. Uh, Greg Hawkins says, "What do you think the score is going to be?" Yeah, I'm saying Utah is in the mid thirties, and I think if Bo Nix doesn't play, 
Oregon is in the mid twenties. That's nah, what I think. You're not you're not scoring twenty one without Bo Nix. Uh, I think you're in you're the mid teens, dude. You're at home. Yeah, but I think see they aren't the Utes that program that loves going to to Oregon and just pissing off all of their fans because we already know that uh, the Oregon Duck fans hate the Mormons. Right. That um, was made pretty clear. You and know, nothing was done about you that, know, you know, obviously. So, you know, wouldn't you love it if Utah and Ute fan, you know what I'm going to say? I mean, BYU couldn't do it, but we're Utah. That's why we're going to do it. <coughs> we're going to save. <coughs> what do they always say back in the day on Little House in the Prairie? I'm going to fight for my daughter's respect. You're going to bring that respect back to Utah, aren't you? Mm-hmm. How much? You, you, Ute fans would be all over that. Are you kidding me? Uh, Jaron Eccles says, I'm a diehard BYU fan, and I'm rooting for the Utes to go as far as possible. Yeah, I agree. Uh, San Diego State says, rated PG, Monty. Of course we are. Of course we are. Uh, Tom says, Tanner, you got a lot of... Oh, no, I'm not going to say no. that. Uh, no, he's not that... Uh, he's not. That's all Duck fans. I agree. Josh Levern says, 13 to 14 Ducks. Yeah, I think that's correct. Uh, two times pluck last year. Well... I, I, I just don't see how Oregon wins this game. I mean, I don't see. We have to see who they run out there, man. That's the truth see, of it. But, like, so Duck season says he's not trolling. Explain how you don't have a poverty secondary after that Rose Bowl performance. Well, then explain why they're the best secondary in the country. Yeah. If that's poverty, I want to be poor. Penniless. Explain. Homeless. Explain how you barely won and Cam Rising left the game early. You got. That's. You got. You got to understand. You, Oregon. You should have gone to the Rose Bowl last year. You didn't go because you couldn't beat the Utes. You should have won the Pac-12 championship, but you didn't because Mario's got no crystal balls. Right. So my point is, they we beat you twice. Where are you coming from with that? Uh, has anyone seen the backup quarterback from Oregon? No. I think he's scared, is my point. Duck season uh, grows on you after a while. He does. I would agree with that. Kenai Johnson, you should pick the feathers out of those ducks. They probably will. Uh, gay fish vibes, what's that supposed to mean, Tanner says? I have says. no idea. No idea. No idea. No idea. Uh, Tom says, should have read it. I, it was worth a, It was a South Park reference. Nobody would know that. I don't know that. Uh, Joshua Leverin says, told you Duck fans forgot the O on the helmet means zero natties. Oh, my God. Damn. Ooh. 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 Uh, let's see. Uh, Mario Cristobal was wanting out before that game. So, okay. It doesn't so, matter, dude. Why does it? Yeah. That's an excuse. You still lost the game. Still lost the game, bud. He is a fraud of a coach. So glad he's gone. Right. And I don't disagree. Right. I mm. don't disagree, but that's still an excuse. Right. Um... Skeet says, I was ducking before I was spacking. Okay. There's rehab, Skeet. You should research it. Uh, rated PG with a sprinkle of S. That's exactly right. There you go. Uh, before we get out of here, do the Jazz win tonight? I mean, I mean, if the Jazz are, here's what I would say. Here's what I would say. If the Jazz are going to win tonight, you're probably going to have to use the promo code Monty25 to get Papa Murphy's pizza. Because we all know that the only way the Jazz win is when everybody in Monty country gets Papa Murphy's pizza, comes to the Utah Grizzlies game. I am happy to give you free tickets tonight. Uh, it's Pooch on the Pond tonight. 
and you you eat some Papa Murphy's, you head over to the Maverick Center. The scoreboard, the Jumbotron is amazing. Use the promo code Monty25. Pound that pizza. Come to the rink. Let's watch the Grizzlies get back their swag against Idaho. And then tomorrow, the Grizzlies are off so we can all enjoy more Papa Murphy's Pizza using the promo code Monty25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more of some hog heaven pizza. There you go. Because it looks delectable. It does actually look ridiculous. It does. Thanks to Papa Murphy's. They're a great supporter of the show. Thank you for using the promo code Monty25. Love all of you. Thanks to all of our sponsors. It was another great week on the program. Yes, it was. We run a tight program around here. I want you to know how much I hate you for that because now I can't say program ever. (laughs) Ever. I just can't. I just can't. Monty in the Morning is presented by The Advocates, utahadvocates.com. Come see us in Ogden tomorrow. We will be at Super Chicks on Riverdale Road in Riverdale for their grand opening. First 100 Monty listeners through the door, my friends. You get free chicken sandwiches and french fries, free Super Chicks. Tony, you, be there at 10. You'll get Hook free food. We'll talk to you tomorrow at Super Chicks 10 to noon on The Monty Show. Say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.